man, I'm here, man. Are y'all ready for the fire talk? Low down on the bridge and uplift the dialogue. Oh, yeah. Listen right along. This is straight off the press. The remix fresh with no prior song. Oh. Supplying y'all with the certified thoughtful. Yeah. To give a piece to the feet, it's time to call blow. Yeah. The raspberry wind is straight and flavorful. Insatiable eardrums, taste the radio. Here can't be beat the flash you need. Better leave all your doors and all have the week. What? Positive or motivational facts to see successful guests. Promote a self-masturbate. BlockTalkRadio.com slash the remix. Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Support the sister with a great reason. I must insist. Don't miss it this evening. Peace, man. everyone. Hi, it's me, Miss Blue, the Oracle. Now, as you know, we are about to dive into Planet Remix. And as we get ready to get into the cipher, I do want to let you know that it is Planet Remix. And a lot of times we cover adult content. So at this time, if you have anyone who's a minor, I would suggest that you put your headset on or get yourself in a place where you can enjoy your time on Planet Remix. But until then, put the babies out, do what you need to do so we can be responsible while knowing our magic. This show, this information We dive into a lot of things that are adult content. And so, therefore, if you are a minor, I want you to stop what you're doing right now. And I definitely want you to get your parent or your guardian's consent before diving into the remix. Well, enjoy. Enjoy the share. Yeah, and keep knowing your magic. We just got to be responsible while growing up on planet Earth. I am sweat, 
everyone. (laughs) Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Planet Remix. I am your host, of course, Miss Blue, the Oracle. And uh, I just want to say welcome, welcome, welcome to everyone joining us live on Sunday. Oh, my goodness. I don't think I can say that enough tonight. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And what a time to be alive. Peace and greetings, everyone. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. I see you all out there. You know, the craziest thing, I don't wear glasses, but I do wear readers. And literally, I think my vision has changed right before my eyes. (laughs) So I'm literally taking off my readers because I feel like my vision has just changed. But welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome on in. I do want to let you know as we get ready to dive into the cipher uh, that the blue room is open. And you are certainly more than welcome to come on over and join us in the blue room. And uh, let me give you those cosmic directions so you can find your way on over. And uh, definitely you want to come on over to YouTube. And once you get to YouTube, you're going to type in blue. That's me, B-L-U-E. And uh, definitely raspberry. That's me as well, R-A-S-B-E-R-R-Y. And that is going to get you locked in and come on over. Um, Planet Remix is in the house. The soul group is there, and they are definitely there to make you feel welcome and right at home. And also, I want to give you the call-in number so that you can call in. So let me give you that number, and you definitely want to lock it in. Uh, The call-in number is 515-605-9794, and uh, that is going to get you locked in to Planet Remix. So how are we all feeling? How is everyone doing? 
And uh, I also want to let everyone know that we do have Clubhouse, part of our Planet Remix family, listening in as well, too. Uh, The Blue Room is open. The phone lines are open. So, again, I will say to you, no matter where in the world you are listening from, welcome, 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 and welcome on in. Wow. So let's do a quick check-in. How are you feeling? And I see you all in the blue room. How are you really feeling? Have you done that energy check with yourself today? How are you truly, truly feeling? How are you feeling? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. How are you feeling? Mm Mm-hmm. Feeling at peace? I love that. Absolutely. Feeling half full, that's interesting. Uh, feeling optimistic, like that is that is the word of the day, optimistic. Feeling beautiful, love that as well. Feeling sensitive, I love that. I love the sensitivity as well. Feeling completely alive, wonderful. Feeling a lot more blessed, and that's good to know. Creative and focused. I love it. My cup runneth over, feeling excited, (laughs) feeling full of gratitude and relaxed, feeling brand new, feeling grounded and balanced, feeling accomplished. Wow, we have a lot of feelings going on at this time. So many feelings going on. Emotionally grateful. I love that. I love that feeling honored and chosen. Interesting. Feeling expansive. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Feeling rested and good. Say that again. Can we say that again? Let us get into our shots out because we're going to dive into the cipher tonight. I, you know, I kind of contemplated whether or not I was going to come on tonight, but You know, when spirit sends those signs your way, you have to listen. And so I definitely have been listening. It's been a busy day for me. I've been out of town, back in town. Um, I had some issues (laughs) or challenges with my cell phone, got that taken care of. Then I had some, you know, I had some things going on with my computer and rightfully so, rightfully so. And I say challenges, but really it was just, just a little upgrade. That was needed. Just a little upgrade. And let's just see by a show of hands, and definitely we can do this um, in in Astro Magic over on Clubhouse as well as we can do it in the Blue Room. And so let me see a raise of hands. If you guys have felt this upgrade that has integrated itself with you, have you felt this upgrade? How many of you, oh, look at the hands go up. You felt an upgrade. Like literally you felt the upgrade. Not the download this time, but the upgrade. You felt it. Even though you may not quite understand exactly where the upgrade is, even if you, you're not sure if some things have become sort of um, maybe you were certain about things starting the beginning of the week and now you're not so certain about them, or vice versa. Maybe you wasn't certain and now you're totally aware and you're certain, but you know that there is this this sort of 
hmm, this sort of energy that just has sort of lifted you up from within. You can feel the upgrade. And I see many of you over here on Clubhouse. Wow, love to know that so many of you are feeling this upgrade, feeling this expansion, feeling this energy that is totally, totally moving through you at this time. And it's a beautiful time if you need to tap in to healing energy. This is the time. So there's going to be a few things that I talk about tonight, but really tonight we wanted to have it for you. And I say that wholeheartedly. Um, So I will be taking your calls. You will need to get on the phone lines. 515-605-9794 is the number to call um, once you get on the phone lines. And I'll also be taking your calls in Clubhouse as well. So if you're part of the Clubhouse family, I will be taking your calls over there also. And we're just gonna we're just gonna move through this. We're gonna move through this energy because there are some big movement days that are coming up for us. There's some big shifts that is coming up for us, right? And we're just kind of like, you know how for those of you who live in California, you know how you get the shakes, or for those of you who are you know stay in places where you've ever been where there's an earthquake. And you get the aftermath, you know, so the earthquake is over, but you still feel the trembles from it. Well, that's kind of where we are. The shift is happening. Now we're just sort of kind of feeling the tremors that come after. But that could be a really, really good thing. That really can. So I want to welcome everyone in. And if this is your very first time joining us here on Planet Remix, let me be the first to say welcome. Welcome on in and let you know that we cover all things. And if I had to sort of kind of give you what we do on Planet Remix, we would be here for years. But I will tell you this. (laughs) We cover everything that is connected with you growing up on planet Earth. Everything here is all about you. It's absolutely positively all about you. It's about you not being afraid of who you are, knowing what your birthright is, and knowing your magic. And your magic is more than power. Your magic is everything. It is your love. It is your joy. It is how you manifest and create your life. It is how you live your life. It is how you interact with everything that comes inside of your life. So mind, body, and soul is here. It's about finding that place. It's about tapping in to all of who you are, no matter where you are on this spiritual journey. So I want to welcome you in. And I want to do international shots out because last week was kind of like one of those international weeks Um, And I say last week because technically this is Sunday, but last week um, where I had all of the one-on-one sessions I had were international, from Switzerland to Brazil to Belize, uh, Canada, where was the other one, Japan, Belgium, 
the UK, and on and on. Uh, those are just some of the countries I can remember at this time. And that happens from time to time because we are a soul group. And the things that we do together, we do as a soul group. So that is one of the reasons we're all here at this time. So I want to welcome you in, whether you're international listener or if you're listening from just across the United States, everyone. So the first thing I want to do is I want to do this, right? Because we're just going to shop the family out. We're going to get into it, have some discussion, and definitely I will be talking with you. I want to ring the bell for self-invested, and that's for everyone who is self-invested. Boy, did we have a magical, which class is always magical, um, but have a very, very magical class that went on Saturday with myself and Brother Bilal. So we're sending love out to everyone who is self-invested. And so love to our self-invested family, like you're doing some amazing work um, and you're doing that work collectively and sharing it. And that is the most beautiful part of it. And so we are so thankful. We are so grateful to every single one of you who are a part of self-invested, self-invested. Yes. Imagine that. Yeah, send that out. And then definitely want to send so much love out to the divine priestess, because I see you in the house. Priestess Melanie in the house. Priestess Chastity in the house. Priestess Donna Lee is in the house. Um, Priestess Erica is in the building. I think quite a few more priestess in the house. So as you all come up, I definitely will send you so much love out to all the divine priestess that are in the building. Priestess Kalimar, of course, uh, in the house, sending so much love to her as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to all the divine priestess. Priestess Keisha as well, because some of you guys are over on Clubhouse, so I will shout you out over there as well. But welcome to all the divine priestess in the building. Mm-hmm. I see you, all the priestess in the building. And we had our meeting as well, and we will be getting together again. Lots of things that's coming up. So definitely uh, shout out and much love to all the divine priestess in the house. Shout out to everyone with the Jupiter money kit. Ooh, can we just say that again? The Jupiter money kit. Mm-hmm. I see you, Priestess Cherie, in the building. Good to see you. Yeah. Wow. Can we just say whew, to everyone who has that Jupiter money kit, uh, definitely keeping that energy flowing and flowing and flowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to Soul Magic. And by the way, Soul Magic, that workshop that is just for those of you who are a part of Soul Magic, uh, we will have some information, some details for you uh, coming up for that workshop for Soul Magic. We got a lot of things coming up, you guys. And, and trust me, one of the things that myself and Brother Bilal, we know, 
you know, we really wait on spirit to move on these things. And, you know, sometimes that, that that's an easy thing. And sometimes it's kind of exciting because, you know, we, we just want to put things out there. But we definitely want to make sure that we are in the proper alignment and really being led by spirit. So I know there's so many new listeners. And don't worry, you will get a chance to tap into that good, good, juicy stuff, that good, good, juicy magic and all that good stuff. Uh, that will be coming your way soon. I want to send some special love out to Dr. Banks and the whole family holding it down. Sister Manya, Baby Nana, Tiwi, and the gang listening in. All of our family across the globe sending them love. Special love out to Deborah, um, Sister Deborah, Hell's Cat Syrian. Love to her and to her mother as well. We send you love. We send you light. Uh, to you and to all others, you know, that is needing that extra little light and love at this time, just to know that we see you, we hear you, we feel you, we know that you are here and we see the works that you're doing and the love that you're sharing. So we want to send that out to you as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow, can you believe it? It's April 18th. April 18th. And it's a lot going on. And that's, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to come on and really speak to all of you about the balance. And we're going to be talking about the collective consciousness. Because now more than ever, We need the balance. We need the balance in our lives. We need to really understand and recognize how to get to the zero point. And what does that mean for us at this particular time? What does it mean uh, to be in that space? What does it mean to embody that? What does it mean to be balanced? You know, what does it look like for you in your life? Is it something you've thought about? Is it something easy for you at this time? Or is it challenging? And then we're going to talk about why that's important at this time. And some very significant things that are on the horizon that is coming up for us. And of course, you know, we'll have Brother Bilal, he'll come on and we're going to talk about some of these important dates. But there are some important things that are happening as early as in a couple of hours that you need to be aware of. Because there's a major portal that is opening as we speak, as we speak. And it's that portal is just going to get wider and wider and wider and wider as we move ourselves into May and continue on. And so I want to talk about us. I want to really talk about you, but I'm really talking about us collectively together. Yeah, it's going to get pretty interesting. It's going to get pretty interesting, but we're going to talk about that and talk about the significance. I want to send love out to the sister Margie and to Lady Grace as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel a live activation coming on tonight. The only thing is we may have to do it live. 
And I know that may sound like a good thing for some of you. (laughs) And it is a good thing, right? Like it's not bad, it's not good, but we might do a live activation tonight because that is one of the things that Spirit really just told me, hey, you got to get that activation done. And so we're going to get it done, right? We're going to get it done, and we'll talk about what that activation is as we move into the share tonight. But, you know, welcome, welcome on in. The first thing I need us to do is really to have a little conversation, have a collective conversation with ourselves. But first, we're going to listen to some baby blue. Yeah, we're going to we're going to listen to some baby blue. Uh yeah, let's do that. Here we go. La 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 the remix. Hey, this is Baby Blue. And remember, if nothing else moves you, life will. That is so true. Say it with me. If nothing else moves you, life will. If nothing else moves you, life well, if nothing else moves you, life will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's take a moment and send out our love and our light to all those who have made their transition at this particular time. The brother who sung the song, Whoa, like, whoa, like, whoa. You guys know he was part of Bad Boys. Also very, very much connected to DMX. I'll shade to him. He also made his transition as well. And so we want to send love and light to him as well as all over. Because a lot of people are leaving the planet at this time. A lot of people. And some are just saying, I'm ready to go. Others are trying to figure it out. And this is a path. But so many people are choosing to leave at this time. To leave the planet at this time. And we want to send love and light to them and to their family. Yeah. And the brother was Black Rob. Ashe to Brother Black Rob um, as well. But so many. So many. So know that if you are here. I don't care how you identify yourself. I don't care if you consider yourself a human. Really don't. I don't care if you consider yourself a starlight, a star being. It doesn't matter. A star seed, uh, a light worker, you know, an alien, a guide, a goddess, a god. However you identify with who you are. If you are here, if you are here at this moment, no matter what is going on, and trust me, I done surf these cosmic streets. It's a lot going on. You are supposed to be here. And so trust in that. As well as this can be some amazing, beautiful times. It can also be some very challenging times for us as well. And this is why balance is needed. This is why balance is needed. 
is needed for all of us. You know? So, when I woke up this morning, which was pretty early, I might add, I already knew the song, the frequency, the vibration that was really going to take us into where we were going to go tonight to really help us to calibrate ourselves and to connect with the energy that we need to be connected with at this particular time. And so this song that I'm getting ready to play for us, I want you to come in very, 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 very close. Very close. Because this is a song that is coming from the higher self. And this is the point that we're all at at this particular moment. Like every single one of us, like no one on the planet, whether they're conscious of it or unconscious of it, you don't get to escape this reality because it is one that is here for all of us. You won't escape this. And so A lot of talk, and you'll hear this coming up, has to do with the light and the dark, you know? Talking about the light side, talking about the darkness that is there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And because there is so much that exists in between both, right? And literally where you are is standing in the doorway of everything. It's just a matter of are you going to walk through the doorway? Because that doorway is open and it's becoming wider and wider. Matter of fact, on Clubhouse, I was in Brother Andrew's room and this was a discussion that he was having. Walking into the doorway of everything and really having to choose between the light and the darkness. Not that either side is wrong, because the universe doesn't see either side is wrong, and believe it or not, both is your birthright. If you choose to walk through the doorway of darkness, that is your birthright. If you choose to walk through the doorway of light, that is your birthright. But nonetheless, you must walk through the doorway. You must choose which doorway are you going to walk to because both doorways are going to lead you to everything. It is the doorway, the opening path of everything, of everything. So I want us to come really, really close and listen to this song because this is your higher self. This is your consciousness really singing this to you. And that's where I want you to put your mind. Set your intention. And just 
listen. You know, true hearing doesn't come in through the ears. True healing comes, hearing comes in through the heart. So I want you to listen to this because it's truly going to speak to this energy coming through from your higher self. So let us listen. Baby, my baby. baby. 
All right, Planet Remix. Oh, yeah. That is your higher self talking to you. And so the question I have for you, say it. Say it. Are you going to choose? What are you going to choose to love yourself, to truly love yourself? And can you do that through those times that we consider to be the light? And can you do that in those times of darkness? And can you prove it? Can you prove it? This is your higher self talking to you right now. So, I want to know. Show it, Planet Remix. Prove it. Prove it. Can you prove it? Say it. Say it. Do it. Do it. Show it. Show it. Prove it. Oh, babe. Say it. Oh, baby. I love me. Do it, my sweet babe. Oh, yeah. Show it. Must me, baby. Prove it. My baby. Do it. Yeah, I wanted us to start out with that. And I see you guys understanding. Think about it. Because that's truly what our higher self is saying to us. If you love me, do it. Prove it. Show it. Do it. (laughs) Do it. Do it, and do it with love. Do it with kindness. Do it with tenderness. Do it in the light, and do it in the dark. Can you prove it? Can you prove it? And so that is the challenge I want to put upon everyone as we move into this week. Prove it. Prove it. That's your challenge for yourself. Who's up for the challenge? Um, Blue Room, you know, put a yes in the room if you're up for the challenge. And also, if you're on Clubhouse, you know, let me see them hands. If you're up for the challenge this week, you're going to prove it. You're going to show it. You're going to do it. You're going to do all of that. You're going to do it. Are you going to do it? Are you going to show it? Are you going to prove it? You know, are you going to be able to do it even in the light and in the dark? That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) I love it. That's what I'm talking about. That's the magic makers standing up. And this is so important that we bring this to the forefront of our lives. Because I don't want you to make this just some, you know, mental stimulation. I want you to really do it, show it, and to prove it. 
because there's different actions that occur when you are stepping into this place of having that kind of love for yourself. Because if you have that kind of love for yourself, then you will have to have it for everything around you. Everything around you. So, a conversation that we had earlier this week, and I I really want to bring this to everyone here so we can, you know, really have this, you know, to take with us as well, is that so many times we talk about the collective consciousness, and we understand what that is, what the collective consciousness is and who the collective consciousness is. Now, on Planet Remix, we really consider ourselves to be a part of the subconscious society. So when we say you are conscious of what you're doing, that means you understand it from many different levels and many different dimensions. That means your conscious self understands it. Your higher self understands it. You understand it at a heart level. You understand it. You are embodying it. You are doing it full-heartedly. And you are aware of the responsibilities and the actions that are going along with your consciousness. So when the term, and we began to speak about the collective consciousness, this is when a group of individuals begin to hold a certain frequency and a vibration together. And that frequency and vibration begins to go out into the world and it begins to manifest. And so literally every time we are here on Planet Remix in this portal, we are putting frequencies and energies out there to move the collective consciousness in a particular direction. And that's the reason I want all of us to be in agreement for those who wish to, that you will hold that space of love. You will hold that space of love for yourself. Because the stronger you hold it for yourself, the stronger you are conscious of it, you are conscious of those actions, you are conscious of those words, the more of it that you will be able to put out into the world. And that will influence, that can even change events. Because the planet right now is set to have a major event. Now, there are some that is betting on this event to go one way. And then there are those of us who wants this event to neutralize. To neutralize. Neutralize itself So that those who are not conscious and aware, who choose not to be a part, can have time to make their own decisions. I'm going to talk a little code here, but not so much. And for those of you who know, you know what I just said. And so 
That's why we're going to do an activation tonight. And this isn't the first time. If you've been on Planet Remix for a while, you know we have done many live group activations, spirit class activations, where we're able to put our intention front and center. And it has changed what has happened on the planet or what could potentially happen on the planet. And I think we need to do more of those, you know, whether you're doing that yourself every day when you're setting an intention for yourself. Remember, you're also responsible for the collective consciousness. And in that responsibility, you can place an intention. You can make a difference. You do get a chance to cast your vote. You do get a chance to break spells. You do get a chance to not repeat history. You do get a chance to raise the frequency. And if you're here and if you're listening to this, then a big part of your role, your mission, your reason for being on planet Earth at this time is to elevate the consciousness and frequency. So contrary to popular belief, we are not here to live in fear, destruction, grief, and doom 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Even though we do experience these things from time to time in our lives. Most of us that are here, we are here on assignment. And those assignments are very different. But I also want you to know that the records have not been written for the future. And this is why there's so much uncertainty in the air. But if you do not put an intention out there for yourself, for your soul group, for your family, then someone else will take your vote and put it where they want to place your energy. That's the real meaning of calling, of not giving your power away. That's the real meaning. And we're talking about people who are in agreement. Not about walking around thinking life is happening to you, but that you are creating life. That you are a part of that creation. So that's some of the things that I want you to begin to start thinking about and making sure that you are keeping that front and center. And uh, yeah, so we're going to do a live activation. We're not going to do it right away, but I do want to open up the phone lines and I do want to check in with you. Um, So I'm going to go to the phone lines. I'm going to come over to Clubhouse because I probably will need some help. Let me see who's in the building that can come up. That can come up. Let me see. Oh, big old Dr. Dina. And, uh, yeah, let's go ahead. Priestess Keisha. Where? I know i just seen. Oh, oh. <laughs> Hold on a minute, y'all. I'm a little slow with the trigger. Did I get? Okay. I thought it was some. Who else? Raised their hand. Else raised their hand. 
There you go. Um, I thought I seen another priestess in the room. Oh, Dr. Banks is in the building. I'm just going to bring up Summer Planet Remix right now that I see the rest of the Clubhouse family. Shots out to them. Shots out to Chef Amir. Shots out to Dr. Dina. And uh, uh, shots out. Let me see who else is in the building. Nanny Lolo is here. Prince is here. I see you, Prince. Val, Keisha. I see you as well. I see you, Geo Deja. Haven't seen you in a minute, Priestess Melanie. Hello. Ooh, look, I can get lost over here on Clubhouse, but definitely I just want to welcome um, Priestess Keisha to the stage. Thank you for uh, volunteering, Dr. Dina as well, Priestess Erica, and Brother Banks is in the building. I want to check in with Dr. Banks really quick and uh, let him chime in with the family. Peace and greetings, Dr. Banks. Uh-oh. He may not know how to, you got to unmute your mic, like reach down in the corner and hit the little button. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know you got to line me up. Yes, and why are you coming in so low? Oh, wait a minute. I don't know. I'm low? Yeah, you kind of low. Hello, low. Dr. Banks, sexy voice. Okay, welcome back, Dr. Banks. <laughs> there we hey, go. what's up? Dr. Dana, am I still low? No, you're not low at all. I'm going to check with the Blue Room and see, can mm-hmm. can everybody, can I get a sound check uh, in the Blue Room? Let's mm. see. There, there are a couple of minutes behind, but we're going to get a, get a sound check from the Blue Room and see. Okay, they can hear you perfect. There you go. Hey, Roz. Roz. Ooh, oh, Roz ain't over here. She in the Blue Room. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's going on? The sound is good on all platforms, Miss Lou. Okay. Yeah. Doc- you there? Yeah, oh, I'm here. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. yes, I was oh, waiting on you. Yeah. Oh, good. My bad. Yeah, so everything is great. As a matter of fact, I did me a nice little spread with my chem deck earlier today and got me some some sunny direction. So I'm having a great day. Okay. Well, beautiful. It's good to have you here. I brought you up on stage so we so we could talk because that's yeah, the only that's... way you can talk on Clubhouse. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. I'm 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 grateful for that. <laughs> what are we talking about tonight? Um, we are talking about the balanced collective consciousness. I haven't really. Um, you haven't. You just you just chimed in. Yeah, I just got the notification. Ah, well, we are talking about what is to come. That's what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, good, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm all for it. Absolutely. So I want to say hi to everybody, especially you. Um, I see Erica is on here, Dr. Dina. And so I think I'm going to just be listening at this point. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, let us know when you definitely want to chime in. That's going to be good. And And how would I do that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So what you're going to do is you'll see the microphone. It should be at the bottom right-hand corner. Mm -hmm. And um, so whenever you come up on stage, um, it is, you know, protocol manners. You're going to hit that so you can mute yourself when you come on stage. And when you're ready to talk, you can unmute it. Um, And it's, it's good to just unmute when it is time to talk otherwise it'll cause echoes back back and forth but there okay, it is got it. yeah okay thank you for schooling me i got it <laughs> peace i'm about to mute myself you about to mute yourself where dr dina then went oh i don't oh, know maybe, maybe she got a phone call she might have got a phone call there she is there she go yeah all right Ms. So i was doing team too much and was like wait what happened you know what i cannot uh all right all right, so we good to go, Dr. Banks. Go yeah, ahead and hit your, hit your mic right. and mute your mic, and I'm going to go to the phone lines first, and then I'll come back over to Clubhouse as well. So I'm be manning this. So I just want to say welcome to all of you ladies and gentlemen and everyone in the house. Um, let's go to 3012. 3012, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. 3012. Hello. 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 Greetings. Who's on the line? Hi, Andrea. I'm sorry, who's on the line? Andrea. Greetings, Andrea. Where are you calling from? I am calling from Maryland. Okay. Is this your first time calling in? It is. It is. It's actually my first time calling in and um, actually catching a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good yeah. thing. That's a good it thing. Is. We like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so um, what made you hit one tonight? Um, like I said, it's just my first time catching the vibe, and I, I was just, I just got super excited, and I figured, why not give it a shot? I <laughs> love it. Uh, I love that. So do this for me, since you're the very first person to call in, and tonight we're talking about the collective consciousness. I want to ask you, what is something that you you're celebrating about yourself at this point in your life? Um, I would say just really getting in tune and tapping into just what it is I'm supposed to be doing and my purpose and getting in alignment. I feel like mm-hmm. it's slowly but sure coming together. Yeah. Yeah. And how does that feel for you to be able to do that? Have you been able to get into alignment or where are you at with that? Um, I think it's slowly coming together. Mm, it's slowly coming together. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so did you have a question for me? Or you just was like, hey, I'm feeling these vibes. Let me jump <laughs> on the line. Let me press one. Yeah, that, that, I love that as of, well. That's kind of um, how it went. I just wanted to, um, I guess, as far as on this whole alignment process and journey, um, just wanted to 
maybe just get a, a general reading to see what mm-hmm. you can tell me as far as this. Okay. Yeah, I can definitely. I can definitely do that. One of the things I want to tell you, though, I I can't give you a general reading because nothing about you is basic. We don't do basic. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I always like to put that out there. And then also I would love for you to share what area you would love for me to, you know, really assist you with. And let me tell you why, because I want you to participate in your life. And if you're not bold enough, so you heard the song, right? If you love me, say it, prove it, you know, do it, you know, show me. This is a part of that. So love yourself enough that you can say, this is where I would like for you to look. Because you know that part. Like that part, you know. I guess my biggest question that I have or just as far as like looking into is what I should be doing more or less of to really figure out my my true purpose because I'm going hand in hand with the alignment and where I'm I feel like I'm at the beginning of that journey. Mm-hmm. And try to figure out my direction right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the thing, and and this is a terminology. You know, you're the perfect person to call in for this because I know everybody else is like, "Ooh, I'm so glad she went first. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to do that. So the one thing I want to tell you when it comes to your purpose, your purpose is love. Right, Your purpose is to know that you are love and to be in a place of happiness and joy. I want you to put that in front of you because a purpose, that can change from moment to moment. Your purpose right now is to be present on this call, to be right here on this call, to be focused, right? But that's going to change 15 minutes from now. Maybe your purpose will be to listen, you know? Your purpose may be something else. So I I don't want you to think of your purpose to be a part of your identity. And that's what I see a lot of people confuse, purpose with self-identity. And somehow if we can't identify what we need to be doing, then somehow that invalidates who we are. And those two are not the same for very good reason. So what your purpose is and your self-identity, those are two different things. And one doesn't Mm. have anything to do with the other necessarily. Because you will be chasing yourself for the rest of your life if you think your identity of who you are is tied to a title, to an occupation, to a place, to a person, or to a thing. And I really want you to let that sit in. You know, you may not have been listening long enough, but you know we keep it real, we keep it raw, (laughs) and we do it with love. And I'm definitely not going to bullshit you because I wouldn't want no one to do that to me. So I want you to separate that because this is where your confusion is coming in. 
But what's happening for you right now is that you feel like you're being unproductive in your life because you have so much creativity and things inside of you. And you just feel like you're wasting your days, you're wasting your hours, you're wasting your time to do something that has meaning and purpose. And so this is about you exploring those things that you love. And what I want you to do is to get your focus off of money because the money will be there no matter what it is, right? As long as you're doing what you love and you're creating from that particular space, that is where you're going to create your money. But this is about you feeling like parts of you are so locked away. When I get into your energy, I instantly know that you got two or three brick walls up. And it's really tough to move around those walls. But this is something that did not come from you. This is something that came from your experiences and how you perceive those experiences for yourself. So let me ask you a question. Do you have value? Do you have value? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and name one of your values. I would say just being caring and empathic for others. Mm -hmm. Caring and being empathic for others. So where did that come from? Where did that value come from? Would you say that that came from something you had, where did you get that value from? Do you know where you got it from? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I feel like it just, it just, it's been me. Yeah. So you feel like you were born with it? So. I want you to hold that thought right there because that came from within you. So no one can ever take that away from you because values doesn't come from what you have or what you do, but it comes from what's inside of you. And so when you have the ability to um, have, to, to be able to sense and feel other people's feelings, And really to be there to be a service for people. Then are you doing that now? Um, Not, I would say not, not, not really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what kind of work do you do? So I work at um, a medical center doing (laughs) staffing coordinating. And do you love your job? Mm, No. And what would you rather be doing? Uh, I see myself more coaching um, Mm -hmm. my my line of work is more staff director where 
I feel like I'm it's more staff directed and administrative, whereas I feel I'm happier, enjoy being more of service to others, patient directed, active line of work. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. And how long have you been in this job for about two years? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So what I want you to do is I want you to see this as a stepping stone to where you're going, not a mistake, right? Because right, the right. skills and things that you're learning from this job will really help you in your coaching. And so my next question to you is, why don't you start doing some coaching? Now, I will tell you this. Don't quit your day job. Not yet. Right. <laughs> But why don't you do some coaching? This is why you're so miserable. And the interesting thing is your miserability, if that is even a word, it only comes in pockets. It seems to be like Charlie Brown in the dark cloud just comes over you. It's because you are not doing the work that your soul is calling you to do. Or shall I say you haven't identified that the work you're doing is what your soul is calling you to do, and it's preparing you. It's preparing you for what you need to do next. Because a lot of those skills and things that you are doing is helping you with what you want to coach people on. Mm. And so your biggest move for you right now um, is to do some research. If you want to take a class, which I don't always think that's necessary because you have a lot of skill sets and things that you have learned, um, is to really start getting together and see if you can pass these skills on to others who may be looking to go into some of the fields or do some of the work that you no longer want to do, but you know all about. And to coach them into how to do that. But that's going to lead into other things because you have the spiritual side of you that's waking up as well. And and I'm not going to say that that means that you're supposed to be a spiritual teacher and do that. I really think that you're supposed to infuse those modalities into everything that you do along with you coaching and helping others because that's what makes your soul thrive. And so now you just have to decide to walk through that doorway and do it. I mean, isn't that, I mean, think about it. Isn't that simple? Just do it. Yeah, yeah. And you really can. And, of course, we're talking about balance tonight. And the balance I'm talking about is not 50-50. The balance is about can you balance your heart with your higher self and your intellect? Can you balance that? Can you say, my heart wants me to do this, and I also know that this over here, I'm going to be doing that as well. Because sometimes we think when we get on this spiritual path, it's about abandoning life, wrapping ourselves up in a dashiki, putting our hair up in a ponytail, and just sitting at home sipping on tea and doing readings all day. And that may be the case for some. But in most cases, we are multidimensional, which means there's other things that we're meant to do as well. And you have to stop separating worlds. And because you're new to this, this is a good start. Do not separate worlds. 
you are spiritual no matter where you go. You're not just spiritual on Planet Remix or whenever you're in a room and they're talking about crystals and tarot cards. Even when you're at work, use those empath abilities. Use those skills that you have there. So before you look at someone's file, take a moment and put your hand on top of it and see, hmm, I wonder what this is about before you open it before you open it, whether it's digital or physical, and start utilizing that. And spirit will start showing you how you can begin to start building things out. But sitting in silence is what is sending you into those dark places. You have to do something about what you're feeling called to do. You have to. If you want to get, if you want to feel that fulfillment that you want, the things that light you up. So I say, look around, find a course if you want to take a course, or if you feel like, you know, I want to try this. I believe that I have the skills to sit down and write this up and put it out there and see who comes. But you got to do the work. And that's what the work is about. And a big part of it is to be bold enough, grounded enough, and love yourself enough to put yourself out there, regardless of what anybody else says. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And your friend is texting you, telling you, yes, girl, yes. (laughs) <laughs> mhm. So, there you go. You already know your purpose. It's whether or not you it's whether or not you want to own it. And then give yourself the freedom to change your mind. Okay. Andrea? Yes. Are you still with me? I'm 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 here. I'm just taking this all in. <laughs> mhm. But where are you taking it to? You said you're taking it in. Where are you taking it to? Are you taking it to your mind? Where are you taking it? Oh, my, my soul. My spirit, everything is just filling this, these words that, that are coming through right now. Mm-hmm. And how does it make you feel? It, it's reassuring to hear this. But like mm-hmm. it, it's what I need to hear. Mm-hmm. What did you want to hear? Uh... I honestly didn't come in with any patience of hearing anything in particular. I just, I just said, you know what? I'm gonna call in and I'm gonna see what see what happens. I I didn't know that <laughs> all this was gonna be coming coming through. Mhm. All right. So, what are you gonna do about it? I just 
really need to push myself to, like you said, just do it. There are certain things that I I know that I need to do and want to get done. It's It's been, I would say, a challenge just because after... After I do get off work and once I do make it home, I just feel so drained. Yeah. And you know why you feel drained? Uh, Because it's unfulfilling. No. Because you're not doing anything that that you really feel you're being called to do. Once you start doing things that you're being called to do, you won't be drained anymore. But this is a matter of perspective because at one time, this job that you had was the greatest thing going. But you lost love for it. Like you've lost love for a lot of people in your life. At one time, those people in your life was the greatest thing next to sliced bread. Now you don't deal with them anymore either. So are you going to spend your whole life isolating yourself? Just because something gets a little tough, are you going to keep making excuses for living the way you want to live? Or are you going to do something about it? Pretty soon, you're going to run out of people pretty soon. And you're going to run out of excuses pretty soon. And pretty soon that job that you've been sending messages out into the universe because the universe don't judge that you don't want, it's going to get rid of you first and say, here's your wish. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to leave you with that and it is simply up to you and um, the only thing that I will lastly say to you because I know someone else needs to hear this as well because we are a soul group here is that if you're wondering whether or not you're good enough then the answer is you're not it's simple Because we all have to learn at some point, and you cannot be against what you want. You want to coach someone, go find you a coach to coach you. You cannot be against what you're about. If you think you can only help other people and no one can help you, that's going to be a very lonely, lonely place. Because no one will come to you because you don't believe in it. You don't believe in people helping people. I would say sit down, write yourself a good letter about those values we talked about. Matter of fact, Venus is above us just shining her glistening light on all of us. So why don't you sit down and write 13 values that you hold dear and sacred to your heart. And every day, see if you can prove it. See if you can know it. See if you can own it. See if you can do those values for yourself. And that's going to help you move. 
Okay. All right. All right. Well, there you go. Well, peace and love, and thank you so much for calling in. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for everything. I really You're so welcome. It. You're welcome. Please come back and let me know. Hit us up on the text line, the remix text line, and let us know how things are going for you. So peace and love. Hold the line. Thank you. All right. Let's go to the next caller. How are we doing? How are we doing? We've got to check in with the Blue Room, check in with Clubhouse. How are we doing over there, Clubhouse? Clubhouse is fire. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, where y'all at? Where y'all? I'm in the blue room and on Clubhouse. <laughs> okay, you in both places. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Same Dean. here, Miss Blue. I'm over here in many realms. Oh, you. <laughs> Thank you, Erica. <laughs> and uh, greetings, by the way. Greetings, uh, everybody. Greetings. Yeah. Thank you. Let's see. Let's go to the next caller calling in from area code seven one six four seven one six four. You're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hi. Um, hi. Uh, my name is uh, Kristen. I emailed you. Um, I'm calling from Buffalo, New York. Okay. Greetings to you, Kristen. Calling from Buffalo, New York. Yeah, hi. I didn't think I would get through. Um, I don't know if you recall my email, but you did speak to somebody that um, was a best friend of my boyfriend who recently passed away. Um, I was there when everything happened, but he ended up passing away at the hospital. Um, I don't Mm. know, like, what kind of questions I have, but I wasn't able to see or talk to him after that horrific scene in the kitchen, I wasn't able to go to the funeral or, you know, anything. And I still talk to his mother, but yeah, a lot of things have changed in my life. You know, I feel a little like lost and hollow. Yeah. And my condolences and everyone is definitely sending you, sending you love. And um, yeah, I'm sending you so much love. Yeah, sending you love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I used to feel like I could feel him, like feel his spirit, and I would get this warm feeling, like around the um, right side of my torso region. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was so strong, but now I just call his name, and I call his name, and I don't know, you know, if I could feel him anymore. Yeah. And I did hear that spirits, like, once they leave their body and they're in the spirit world for a little while, you know, they go into another room and start over. And so I don't know, like, I I don't know if that's true or if he's done that or. Mm -hmm. Well, well, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can assure you that the, the love that you two had for each other. That love is still there. That has not changed. Not one bit. But there's a couple of things that is happening right now. And and I just want to kind of give you some clarity. And I want you to do this. Um, So two things. Number one, he still is around you. Uh, The thing about it is, is right now he's inside the healing tank. (laughs) 
And this is, is something that spirits do. So, yes, they do stay around the family. And once they have their going home ceremony, um, and then at that point, they continue to the next um, phase of their transition. And he's inside the healing tank. But I want to tell you, um, uh, uh, Christian, what this is like. He is inside the healing tank, right? But you okay. are there with him too. But the difference is it's like him being in the ER or in the seeing the doctor, right? And you uh-huh. in the waiting And you're in the waiting room. That's it. Okay. That's it. So I want to ask you a question. So okay. have you been hearing random drums, a beating of a drum? Um, I, did you mention that? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I did hear just a little while ago, I was hearing some kind of something, but I thought it was the phone. Maybe you guys had like some rhythmic tapping going or something. No. And, um, he's telling me that he's telling me this is him. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 please tell me. This is him with the message of the drums. And sometimes you may even hear it as your heartbeat inside of your ear. You can literally feel the doom, doom, doom inside. That is him letting you know how close he is to you. How close he is to you. That is the drum beat. And he's letting you know that his heart, because you guys used to do this thing with heart to heart, that his heart is beating with your heart. Heart to heart. And not to be personal, because he's saying he could always feel your heartbeat when you two would be making love. That's the heartbeat. (laughs) He is still with you. He is. And still there. So much. Yes, and he loved you as well, too. Yeah. And still does, he says. Still does. Still does. Still does. Still does. Um, Does he, did he blame me? Was he angry? No, not at all. He said there would have been nothing that anyone could have done. And even if it would have happened faster, or it it wouldn't have been nothing no one could have done. He's seen that as his time. And this is even one of the reasons because I guess there was something that happened that week where you two kind of had a disagreement about, I don't know, a trip or doing something, going somewhere. Um, Mm -hmm. He says none of that. He was planning on at that point he could have left if he wanted to. And so he had many opportunities uh, to leave. But that was the window that he he did see. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my baby. Yeah. Yeah. But he hears you when you talk to him. He also knows that um, that you sleep in his shirt sometimes. 
and yeah, have, I have this red shirt. Yeah, who knows? And are you planning on moving? Yeah. 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 Somewhere nice because that's what we wanted to do. Yeah. And because he's showing me luggage and he wants you to continue with the plans that you two had. And to know that now he is going to be one of your guardians, one of your spiritual guardians that's always going to be with you. Always, always, always stay. Will he always stay? What about when he's done with the healing tank? Yeah, he's still with you. He's not away from you now. It's just that while he's going through the healing tank, and because right now, of course, you're going through a natural process of grieving, right? It takes a lot of energy for him to bring his energy down to, to this reality to be close, but he hasn't left your side. And that's the reason he wants you to know about the heartbeat. Oh, that's why he wants you to know. Yeah. Will he tell me anything else? Yeah, yeah. Um, I see with him, he's holding a little baby. Were you pregnant? Did you lose a baby? Um. We thought that I may have been pregnant, and it um, might have been like a spontaneous miscarriage. Uh, okay, this I was is eating it. in between. Yeah, he has a little little baby that's with him. But he also has a two month old sister that passed away before he was born. This so. would have been um, no. This baby is not two months old. This baby is not born yet. That he has. Oh, so it was true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wants you to know that he is still your protector. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's still your protector. And he has the most beautiful smile. <laughs> yeah. And he's smiling and sending you kisses and love. Yeah. 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 I'm sending I'm you so much. I'm crying so much. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. It really is. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He said he will always be your protector. Yes. Oh, my God, Ivani, I love you so much. Yes. And he hears you. Yeah. 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 Mm. Thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Tonight, Mm -hmm. before you go to sleep, um, I want you to sit down and write a letter, but but make this letter about the things you're going to be doing 
that's coming up. And I want you to just Three write nine. it. Mm-hmm. The letter is going to be to you. I want you to write oh. these things down of the things that you want to do because he is cheering you on and sees so many of the things that, you know, that you wanted to do. He wants you to know that he'll be right by your side the whole step of the way. Yeah. 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 I can do that. I know you can. And I want you to, you know, just take as much time as you need, you know, with this. Don't don't rush yourself through this process. Um, and I know the move is coming up for you, but know that there's nowhere on this planet that you can go that he will not be right there with you. Okay. All right? Yeah. Yes. And his love is inside of you. Inside of you. That love will never go away. It will never, never, ever go away. Always there. Okay. And he says to tell you that he mm-hmm. was so grateful and honored to have met you and got to know you and to love you. Me yeah. too. And he's really, really sorry. He's really, really oh. sorry. Yeah. 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 But he's I'm there. Too, baby. Yeah. He's up. Yeah. <laughs> now he's saying something crazy like, go get me something to eat then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or something else. Yeah. 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 Something sexual. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why he told me that the heartbeat of when you two made love, when you he can still hear your heartbeat, and that's him allowing you to hear his heartbeat. So when spirit comes through, they always say things that's connected to him. And I got to say, that's the first time somebody brought through something that intimate and sexual. So, you know, he's going to get the record on that one. he's very sexual yeah yeah. and we had a great sex life yeah he said the heartbeat (laughs) yeah that's the heartbeat that he knows yes yeah 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 so I wish you so much love please keep in touch and know that he is close by and uh you know, definitely keep loving yourself as well, as well, too. Thank but you. no, he is not upset. He is not angry. None of that. Absolutely none of it. Yeah. He got to wear his boss suit. <laughs> I, I, w- I wish that I could see him in it, you know, at the funeral because I didn't get to go. But when he put it on for me after he bought it. Oh my God, he looks so sexy in it. And he, yeah. we were gonna buy me a nice fancy dress, and uh, we were gonna, you know, go somewhere fancy together, dressed up. But we never got to, and I never got it dressed either. But don't worry, I don't know. He said, you're gonna still go do it. You're still gonna do it. 
Yeah. I know. I just want to be with him. Yes. Well, he still is with you and, you know, definitely still with you in spirit and, you know, and truly honored to have known you in this lifetime and know that he will still be a part of your life. But he he sees and wishes so many beautiful things for you, you know? Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Thank you, Miss Blue. You're so welcome. Thank you. And love to you. We are all sending you so much love, so much love. And absolutely, I agree. They are saying in the blue room, get that dress and wear it for him. Wear it for him. <laughs> get that dress and wear it for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Peace and love. Stay in touch. Peace and love. I will. Thank you. You're so welcome. Peace and love. Same to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the things that we do have to deal with here, you know, is transitioning out of these bodies um, but I will say to the brother, the brother brought the, he brought that sexual Marvin Gaye energy through with him. <laughs> oh, yeah, our heart goes out to her. Blessings and love. Let's go to the next caller, and then we're going we're gonna to pop over to Clubhouse and see if we can get somebody new. I'm going to clear the queue really, really quick. Let me clear the queue. Oh, I didn't make nobody... Um, I was just getting ready to say that. We can't help you, Ms. Blue. <laughs> Let me go ahead and then, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't even do this. Um yeah, let me let me let me let me do this. There you go. Yeah, and then um we'll check over here on Clubhouse and um get someone. Let's go to the next caller. Calling in from area code six three one eight. Six three one eight. You're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hi, my name is Dina. Greetings, Dina. Can you hear me? I can. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> is this um, your first um, time calling in? This is my first time calling in, but I did actually have a reading probably, I don't know, maybe it's definitely been at least six years ago. And I just realized that at the time when I got it, I don't think I was ready. I was um, you got suggested it by my mate. <laughs> you got it from me? Yes. And what? what's your name? Dina. Yeah, of course. I, I'm not going to even stress my brain to try to remember. <laughs> yeah, it's been a I, I will, long time. I will be able to remember the energy because I think to date, I mean, Sister Munya's not here, but I've done like well over 40-something thousand readings across the yeah, world. Yeah, and system, I remember, <laughs> it was during a time when Sister Munya was, <laughs> it was, 
a long time ago. Part of me, I'm trying, I'm kind of catching my, gathering myself because okay. even when I heard you say the caller number 631 and then I heard the eight, I'm like, that's me. Almost like Price is Right or something. So, um, <laughs> I know, right? Come on down. <laughs> You're the next okay. contestant <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on Planet Remix, yeah. Mm. Okay, um, and like you said to the first caller, I am glad that she was first <laughs> because <laughs> uh-huh. she kind of yeah. pulled that Band-Aid. But I've been, um, there was some time, well, okay, what do I do now? Okay, well, well, let's do this. Okay, so your name is Dina, and where are you calling from again, Dina? I don't know if I caught that. I, I didn't get there. I'm actually physically in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, you in Chirac. Okay. <laughs> the other Chirac. Not- <laughs> you in Charlotte. I love Charlotte. It's beautiful there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm loving it, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, what's next? <laughs> what's your question? What's your qu- Well, tell us, yeah, tell us something you've celebrated within yourself lately. Um, I'm celebrating kind of, I guess, um, feeling, feeling loved, even for myself. Well, for myself, like little things that I remember I would enjoy doing, even if it's something that I won't say being silly, but I grew up dancing and I like butterflies. And like two years yeah. ago, I ordered this butterfly cape and um, I'm going oh, on a, going with um, one of my cousins. It's like my sister for her birthday. And I'm like, I'm going to wear this cape and get me a bathing suit. And this is going to be <laughs> my cape. I and love it. <laughs> I love that. I love it. It sounds exciting. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm celebrating still in those those moments that warmness even within myself of like just even and kind of saying to myself it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to feel good. Absolutely. I love that. It don't get no better than that, Gina. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really really good one. I love that. Mhm. And so did you have a question for me? Um, yes. Well, one of them I think was cleared up again with the first call. Thank you as far as the purpose, right? Because <laughs> from, you know, moment to yeah. moment, like what am I, what mm-hmm. am I, you know, sometimes feeling like where am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to be doing? But one of the things that has been happening and it's been happening for a while and even since just sitting on on um listening in t- tonight this evening i remembered um when i was younger my godmother would say you know talk to me about um just being kind of helping my older brother and then mm-hmm. i have other family members and it just seems like um in some ways i feel like lack of a better phrase i i have not even kind of given given that like I don't want to fail is what comes to mind but I don't want to think about it as a failure but in a lot of ways sometimes I feel like there's something else I'm supposed to be doing in some form of festival be helping maybe others and that's 
doesn't feel like what I'm hearing in feedback from others. I feel like I'm hearing the opposite, you know, um, more of how I didn't possibly could have helped them more, you know, um, and especially in my most intimate relationships with my mate, well, with both my mates, because I have two mates, right, a male and a female. So in a lot of wait, ways, I... Wait, mm-hmm. say that again? I have two, now, two mates. Now, you know you can't run something like that past planet. I tried. <laughs> I'm telling you, I heard the whole plot. Well, that first I out to be, because I think that's even one of the things that happened with my first reading. I wasn't ready to be honest. And I think that's ah. part of even a lot of it now, being mm. honest, even from so, myself, calling it for what it is. Right. So help us understand, if you could, for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say two mates, mm-hmm. tell me what you mean. I am, um, I've been with my male partner, my significant other, since college. We met in college. Uh-huh. And we've been together for at this point, I mean, pushing 30 years, one time. And during the course of our relationship, we have um, opened it up to other, you know, almost like a um, poly, polyamorous um, is a term, a phrase, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and so now it's, it's, we're exclusive, you know. Um, this has been probably for at least 15 years at this point. Wow. And so, um, you know, during this time, though, like, honest for myself, like, even, like, it, and it didn't, it didn't wholeheartedly start from, oh, we are in such this loving place that now we just want to share love with someone else. Got it. It didn't kind of start from there. Um, <laughs> it started from, there were some things, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. And so it was like, you know, I do want to be with you, and I want this, and I see marriage in it, and, you know, okay. But for myself, you know, just even, um, and like now, not I can't even say now, but a lot mm-hmm. of, I guess, my own baggage or my mm-hmm. own things that I wasn't as aware of. I mean, I'm still not, I'm becoming more aware, almost like it's like stuff slapping in my face, like this is you, this is you, especially, you know, okay. see it through children. But, you know, right. those things that I see were even just, um, so wait, can be honest. Is, mm-hmm. is it his mate or your mate? How does that work? Well, it's both of us. Start off as his, you know, um, but we, it's more of a, you know, uh, a sisterly, um, well, I can't even call it sisterly. Well, yeah, I this guess is, it would be that. I guess that's what it means to me because, you know, the show Sister Wives, mm-hmm. like, yeah. is is mm-hmm. is that kind of how it is? Is you two with with him or yes. you three together? Us two with him, mm-hmm. with him. Um, you know, we co- we live together, you know, um, raise children together. So it's kind of like sister wise, but you know, more of a, um, oh, more of a one centralized, you know, unit. 
not like in separate units and stuff. Right. Like that. And so all of y'all live together. in the same all of y'all live in the same house together. Mm-hmm. Most times. You know, and I say most times because between transitioning from we've reached like I've been in this area for about two years and so, you know, we have at times different spaces that we're in, but for the most part, the majority of the year we're together. Mhm. And so I, I this is just curious it's fascinating to me. So <laughs> is, do you have children by your Yes. We both him? do. Okay, so both yes, of y'all have do. children and and so and and wow. And so all three of you, the children, y'all are all together. Yes. And and honestly, well, we know it might have been rocky in the beginning, but how is it going now? It 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 has its peaks and valleys, and um, mm-hmm. <laughs> right now it's personally for me in one of those valleys. But I think it's more um, because of things that I think are happening for me. Got it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, well, not just me, for him, too, because I think that's even from, like, even in the beginning, like, he's one of those people that, you know, through his own life experiences, he's had his own kind of, I guess, awakenings and things of that nature where right. he can do readings, you know, like, he can read. He can say, you know, very sensitive, yeah. empath. Empathic. Yeah, he to be to be dealing with two sisters. <laughs> You yeah. gotta be a hell of an empath, <laughs> but that comes with you know when you're right, dealing with right. it comes with a lot. So in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, you know, um, at times it could be you know he he'll laugh. He'll say you know people think that if they only really knew you know like they just see right, you know, right. women and it looks so great, but if you only really knew what it can be like, you know, because again he's navigating his own life experiences and then dealing with two women yeah. that um mm-hmm. getting their you know, getting our own and then children involved, you know, so Yeah. And yeah. everybody growing and everything. So like um whoo, like you said, I'm working on honesty, right? So, yeah, I mean, I, that's a I, lot. Of, um, I'm sitting here in the back. My mind is going like, I actually, you know, I didn't like. I mean, just it's kind of spewing. Very fascinated <laughs> by this because, well, at least th- th- this is what I will say, and and this is just coming from me. So, I will say. At least you know who the other woman is. Oh yes, yes. Most That's most women that. we never know the other woman. Like you know what I mean. So um, mm-hmm. it's 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 interesting. Um, yeah, that's yeah. something that even for him, he vowed early on. Like I'm not going to be dishonest. Like I spent time doing that and. It's just not who I am. So I mean, how does that work? Did he just come home one day and say, "Let me, let me t- talk to you about something"? I mean, how, well, how did it, I'm just curious. How did the conversation come up? How did how did that even come about? It came about um, from some well, 
what I say honest, um, we were going through a patch, and I made some choices, and I was in our relationship that, you know, again, supposed to be exclusive at the time. And um, I violated our agreement. And, you know, before it was kind of like, um, you know, so when it wasn't you the say first you time. violated um, you guys' agreement, mm-hmm. you basically you stepped out of the relationship when you two were supposed to be exclusive? Yes. Okay. Okay. And so is this the payback for doing that? Or well, was I, that going no, on anyway? It was to some extent going on, but then it was just like, you know, I'm going through this transition and I don't want to be dishonest anyway, you know, for him. Right, like, you right. Know, um, and, you know, fully, you know, this is what I think it is. I don't know what will be in the future, but, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know right now. This is what I feel, you know, and mm-hmm. we can, you know, and this is how we can be together, Right. And when I say honest and just based on who, I guess I would say, like in hindsight, who I was, at me at, at that time and moment in space, it was just like, okay, you know, I didn't think, and, you know, I had like family members, one specifically to, you know, kind of ask me, like, you know, is this something, you know, that you can do, you know, like yes. mentally, yes. you know. Right. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm good, you know. But how good, did you know you, know you could do it mentally? Like, I'm just I curious. didn't. I really didn't think about it. Oh, okay. I got you. I just mm-hmm. said, this is what I'm going to, this is it. This is what it's going to be. And I'm here with you. That was my main thing, you know. And I, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, it was funny when we were in, say, college, and he was, you know, make jokes like, yeah, you know, about being together and not being together. And I'm like, and I would just say to him, I'm not going anywhere. And, you know, okay. a lot of ways, very stubborn mm-hmm. to some extent. But that's just how I, I guess I planted my feet. Like, no, I'm not. And that's just it. No, you, I'm not going nowhere. You're not going nowhere. And that's mm-hmm. just it, you know. Yeah. And then fast forward, like, hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> it was okay. funny, too, you know, at right, 1921. Right. <laughs> so this has been going on throughout. Is it the same person, or did y'all go through multiple people? Like, how did that work? No, um, no, this is, it was, um, no, really, this is the only person. Yeah. She's like, so we, all- we, we had friends, but no, she's, no, not the, I mean, for the 15 years, like me and him has been, and then I've been with him and then with her, it's probably been, actually I'm saying 15, but it's more like 17. Wow. So 17 years, you three have been with each other. Yes. And I'll, yes. Yeah. Okay. Most, most monogamous relationships can't last that long. So, you know, I guess y'all doing, y'all doing something right. <laughs> that's, that's a long time. Okay. And so, so, you know, and where are you now with, because I'm, I'm really, as you're talking, I'm, I'm kind of watching your little meter on your energy go up and down at certain points. So 
where are you now with the relationship with where you are? Where are you now with that? Um, sometimes I get flooded with the things that I didn't think about early on. Mm-hmm. And, and everything that it would take to even just maintain and be responsible. One, when it was just me and him, you know, mm-hmm. um, what does it really mean to be, like, you know, I mean, I'm fortunate where my parents are still together. You know, they're celebrating 50-plus years. So I grew up with multiple yeah. people in relationships, committed relationships, right? So yeah. I had that that blueprint. I have that layout, you know, and so, you know, you get in a relationship and be together, right? Right. What it would, some of the things as far as sharing with someone and what it is to really, like, um, not just physically be with them, but mm-hmm. actually, like, what's loving? What does it mean to even just be, like, say for myself, to be vulnerable right. in the relationship? To even be able to say, um, I like this and I don't like that. But then I would say, say, okay, I like it, but act out in the way, hence even just my infidelity. Act out in a way that, you know, mm-hmm. now, weeks later, years later, is a form of regret. Because mm. I see where, you know, I could have just said this. Well, we could have just had this conversation. Because guess what? If I was afraid of it being uncomfortable then, woo, it's a more uncomfortable now because, you know. <laughs> so so what is making you feel like you have to go back and explain those things? Because it feels like sometimes it it's almost like uh, the same thing is happening again. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I'm making the same decision. Um, it's a different, a different day, but kind of like the same same decision. It's just mm-hmm. you know, two weeks later. Right. You know, almost like um, say like even like um, I'm in finance. I deal with numbers, right? And so it's like, mm-hmm. even with with numbers, you you have a certain way you work through a, a problem. Absolutely. A lot of times, though, it's memory, it's muscle memory. That's where right. you can get thrown off as if now something new comes into the picture. Like, I'm not really an analyst. I'm more of a general ledger accountant. This one per point was two. You throw yeah. something else in there, and it takes me a minute. You know, yeah. so that's in a lot of ways how I've worked through my relationship. Where, mm-hmm. okay, if I do this, then I do this, then I get this result, Right. Yeah. Um, but then once a certain emotion gets in, it's like, okay, nope, put that emotion over there. Don't yeah. deal with that right now. You know, me and one of my girlfriends, we would joke about it like, um, don't, uh-huh. don't, um, go ahead and just put a heavier chair on that floorboard. Don't let that, that, <laughs> you know, don't let that, right. <laughs> that stuff poke through, you know, or whatever, you know, we make a joke again, things I would joke about, but now I'm like, right. yeah, no, that wasn't funny. So, yeah, but but I do get what 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 is meant by that statement. So, mm-hmm. is it that you want the freedom to be able to choose how you want to be in relationship at this time? No, I think I want more to. Um... Let Almost me say like, the question. Let me say the question mm-hmm. one more time. So is it that you want to choose 
how you want to be in a relationship at this time. I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I think, I think, or I feel more like I want to choose who I want to be. Like almost like I want to wake up and now this person that you know I thought mm-hmm. I was, that's mm-hmm. who I want to be, and almost like cut all those cut. Just like you know, erase everything, erase some of those, some of the other habits, like some well, of the. I I really think that we're saying the same thing. You mm-hmm. want to choose how you want to be in relationships, and that's yeah. very yeah. different mm-hmm. from how you've been in relationships prior. Yes. Yes. And so. What is stopping you from making the choice? The feedback I get, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. From him. So, like, I can still, like, yeah, and I mean, and not just them, because, honestly, sometimes I feel like it's, it's screaming from, you know, other friends or cousins, you know, just, parents, you know, like, just like, whoa, you know, like, um, I don't want to say what, like, this is, this is what you chose, kind of throwing it back in your face? Not a throwing it back in my, well, yeah, like, kind of like, almost like, not a side eye, but okay, you know, but I think that's also, some of it is how, because, um, say, like, with certain, with like family or whatever, they would be like, you know, um, well, I keep them at arm distance to some extent. Yeah, yeah. So it's like now if I decide to kind of talk about certain things, it's kind of like, oh, why are you talking about it now? Almost like, uh, but I don't know if that's me projecting because I already no, have I, a thing I, about I being really vulnerable. I really don't think you're projecting. I definitely don't think they are the people that will have the sensitivity and understanding because that's not their world. So even Mm -hmm. like me asking you these questions here, because I don't understand it, I just don't have judgment on it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But for them, they have judgment on it and, and they get to live their lives the way that they want, like no problem there. You know, um, so my thing to you is what do you want to do? You and her want to run away and leave him? I mean, what y'all plotting on? Because this sounds like, <laughs> sound like well, we got a, when, a good little story here. What What's going well, on? I don't think it's it's not that. Like, I, um, it's more of a, like, even, say, for myself in a relationship, like, I can see where, just even like with him, you know, that's where it started and even from early on, like um just some ways that like some of the things, even just like my infidelity and the things that like ways that I've kinda of been mean and spiteful. 
And okay, but 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 I I want to kind of back you up here for a moment. Uh-huh. I, want, I want to kind of back up because I I hear what you're saying. I'm just going to tell you energetically, and this is just what I'm picking up is that you know you're talking about some of the things that you did, some of the infidelities and things that happened while all of this was going on. But the truth of the matter is like there was really no rules on how this thing was going to go. Y'all were really winging it. Yes. I mean, yes. The, my, I'm not that talking pause about what that pregnant pause is a little mm-hmm. bit of, is like the same way that, mm-hmm. you know, he was honest with me. That's one of the things that he's kind of always asked and encouraged. And, he you know, like, just tell me. He asked and encouraged the honesty after there were the three of you. No, no, when it was just two of us. Yeah, oh, I guarantee you he. it's some things he's still not telling you. I mean, all, I'm not going to say only, it's not possible, but... Only thing, only thing I'm saying to you, mm-hmm. because, and and I don't know how much of this you want to discuss here, so, you know, you we, we just hang in there with each other. Yeah, um, yeah. Is there a question about the children? Mm, no. No question about I mean, any... I guess, can you clarify that? Can you, what do you mean? Yeah, is there a question that one of the children may not be his? Ma and the ones that I birthed? Yeah. No. Okay. So you want to do this big usher, these are my confessions. And I'm asking you, why do you want to do these are my confessions? Because you want something to happen. What is that that you want? Because it's not just to put it on the table. That's not it. Or you would have done that a long time ago. You want something to happen. I know what it is. I know what your higher self is saying. But I want you to say what you want to happen. Like I hear him say, I forgive you. It's not for me to forgive you. But I don't necessarily know if. I 100% feel that, like, even through different things that have come up. Like, I, I can't, I, yeah. So do you, do you um, want to leave the relationship? different. Hmm? Do you want to mm-hmm. leave the relationship? No. Like, I can't, I, I, I think, not I think, I don't want to leave it. I think I almost feel, though, that I am fearful of leaving it, like fearful of not being with him. Like, I have a fear, probably, right. and it's because I, I have a fear. I have a fear that, you know, um, sitting, you know, 20 years from now, and, like, because, like, now I sit and I think about some of the decisions I could have made where 
certain things will be different, whether it's finances, whether it be how all of our family interacts, me and his relationship, you know, so, how so some of this. Would all, mm-hmm. is all of that burden on you? No, because we all are equal participants. So if all of the burden is not on you, why are you trying to be the sacrificial lamb? Because I guess maybe I feel that weight. I I could I don't I think I've taken it on. Right, and so, even if it, I've taken because I mean not even just that like say for instance like um like I think I might have said it early on like my godmother said something to me about my brother, um where mm-hmm. I have two brothers one of them, um when I was the one that if you ask me at the time I grew up being closest to he died of what was called suicide you know it was categorized suicide you know while I was in high school. Then the one right above me, you know, he had a stroke about 15 years ago. He's with my parents. And at the time, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, um, even just being a single mother, I don't think it would be good for him to stay here with you. But I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And 15 years later, he's still in, you know, he's in a wheelchair. You know, I'll go and I'll visit. You yeah. know, I'll hang out and do stuff. But I hear him saying to me, I want to get up. I want to walk. Like, I want to be walking by my next birthday. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, man. If I had said something different, now, does that mean I would have changed my mother's mind, but at least I would have been able to say, well, I said something versus now, you know, trying to say, what can we do? And even at times kind of getting frustrated as they're experiencing, you know, what they're experiencing, which I know some sin is their choice. With that being said, you know, we're, we're, we're we're all in it. Mm-hmm. And how well, much older, and thank you for that, how much older is your mate to you? Two years. Mm-hmm. He's how old? Two years older than me. He's two years older than you. Mm-hmm. And and you just don't feel like he is giving you the love that you feel you deserve and it's because of all of these indiscretions that happened early on in your relationship. Well, I won't say that. I, I see where it feels like he's done, a, he's done a pullback. And did you have a conversation as to why? Yeah. Like, and, I mean, as it's happening, he's kind of telling me, like, you know, I, this, I, as he to some extent, well, not to some extent, because he's clear. He's clear, at least what he's feeling, he's expressing, even before it's happening. It's like, you know, these are the things that I, I would like, you know, um, to be able to, to and it's not even a, a trust thing, but like, you know, um, a partner that is, you know, just even communicating, interested in the things that I'm interested in, you know. Um, and what is he interested in? advice. And, like, he's, I don't want to call it spiritual, but he's, again, like, I think he's, like, he can um almost hear what I'm not saying. Here's, and, here's, here's what I want to tell you, because this is going to uh-huh. probably take more time than we have here tonight, but I I do want to make sure I give you something. And the whole time I've been talking to you, I've really been trying to ground you and pull you back inside your body and just kind of calm you down Mm -hmm. uh, uh, a little bit as well. 
is, let me see how I can say this. Do you trust yourself? Um, I'm laughing because no, I second guess myself a lot, and oh, yeah. that was some. I, I second guess so, myself so, a lot. In so, answer the question: Do you trust yourself? No. Okay. No. And I want you to see that this is what this is coming from. So, what has happened is you've given all of your power away to him. And I'm not here to make a judgment on whether that's wrong or right for you. That's something you'll have to decide for yourself. And the question I would ask you is, why do you need to give all of your power away to anyone? Like, what would be the benefit of giving all of your own personal power and will and turning it over to someone else. What would be the benefit of that? There's no, I, there's no benefit for me. It has to be a benefit for you because you did it. Unless yeah. Unless you gave it away because you feel like your family has already turned their back on you and you have nowhere else to go. Because well, you I don't feel that. Okay. I don't think okay. I feel that because of how much time I spend with them and they how we all spend time together and everything okay. like that. So I don't feel that. So okay. I think, so even go back to the question of what do I gain from it? giving mm-hmm. my power away. Um, see, it's like turns off my head like, oh, so good to be a victim. Or I don't know, because that's, I don't, that's not it, because it doesn't, like, I don't know. I could have just got comfortable in the space, because I think, like, you know, say, like, early on, I didn't grow up, even to some extent, feeling like the most secure person, the most, you know, right. attractive, intelligent, things of that nature. So then Absolutely. as I started, mm-hmm. No, you're 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 doing a great job of answering your question. So I'm loving it. Keep going. <laughs> so then, you know, so then like I'm looking for validation and to some extent, I mean, you know, typical like this would be our story would almost be like the classic, you know, go to college, meet, you know, the cheerleader meets the, you know, star athlete and, you know, go on for this type of life, right? With that being said, you know, like you all are not the class, but but here's what I need you to do because we're going to stay in mm-hmm. honesty. Y'all aren't the classic story. No, I say how it could have started off. We're not. We're so far not. <laughs> You're not to the point where I asked now, him to now, be with me. I asked him to be my boyfriend. <laughs> you asked him, and now I you're did. paying the price for it because you're living his life. This is a one-sided dream. And what's happening right now is you're waking up and realizing maybe this ain't the dream you thought it was going to be. Hence the reason you wish you could go to sleep, snap your fingers, and be somebody else and start all over. That's Mm. the truth. That's the truth. (laughs) 
That's the truth. Yeah. So we can cut to the chase. And I want to ask you, what do you want to happen? In a perfect world, what does, because we're back to the same question, in a perfect world, what does the relationship you're in look like? What does it look like? Um, it looks like it's me and my parents, <laughs> me and him. And it looks so like it looks like you and your parents. And just you and your mate. Yeah. And I guess, not even I guess, that's truth, right? Um, but also, see, uh, I guess also, though, I'm like, I, well, see, but that's, I feel like that's still you're, not you're too, that's, you're too worried about what he thinks and that's what's got you in this quagmire because you forgot and I guess it's also like it's not think. it's too far like um, it's never too late it's never too late to change your mind it's never too late to have a change of heart it's never yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's so many layers. It is. I'm not going to lie to you. It is a lot of layers. But it's never too late to have a change of heart. It's never too late to say, maybe this is something we need to think about. And me and my children are going to go and figure this out from a distance. That just that even that thought feels so heavy because um, it would be dishonest to say that I haven't had the thought. Of course, I, I knew you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they're all my children. I understand that, and but like how much? Hold on, like, hold on. Uh, let's mm-hmm. let's say in reality. Mm-hmm. You call them your children, but they are mm-hmm. not all your children. Like, you do not have rights to do to them whatever you choose. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about your love for them. We're talking about the reality of what is. Of course, you love them all. You love, this isn't about your love. This is about doing what is healthy. You just can't go take somebody's child and do what you want to do with it because you say, they're all my children. Mm. It's 
So that's a big part of what's happening here. A, a lot of this is your whole, you, you want to go, but you don't. And the thrill keeps bringing you back, but it's also what's making you sad. And you agreed mm-hmm. upon something because you love someone so much that you said, no matter what, I'm never leaving. And they put you to the test. And now that mm-hmm. you didn't yeah. in this test, mm-hmm. you're ready for it to change. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm questioning even if it was ever really love on my part. Of course it was love. But it was love in a certain kind of way. Loving someone mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you compromise who you are just for the sake of love. That's not love for you and that's not love for them because if you two were truly loving each other, then you both would know what the truth is for each other. Love doesn't mean, oh, I get to love you so much that anything that you tell me to do, I'm just going to do it. I'm never going to question anything and I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do. That's not love. That's not love. That's a form of love, but that is not a love that can sustain itself. Hence the reason you're here. So I'm not going to tell you, let me digress on that. I'm not going to tell you that's not love, that is love, but that love is no longer able to sustain you. Hence the reason this is why we're talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So. Uh, and it's uh and um you've helped me speak it out. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. And you know what I think I and, do I think I do remember doing a reading for you. I'm almost kind of hesitant to say, but I kind of remember, but I want to say at the time were you staying with your mother? No, nope. I was in this. I was already in my relationship. You were in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I don't. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm getting your energy mixed up with someone else. It's been several that's been in these situations. Yeah. But, um, I will say to you, nothing is wrong. I'm not going to say this is easy for you, but you have woken up to a reality of you. Yeah. And if yes. you if you have chosen to sacrifice yourself for your partners with an S, then that will be your choice. But from what I can see and read energetically, your energy is no longer allowing you to do this. And there are some things in this relationship that is extremely out of balance, and you know it, extremely out of balance. And there's other things that is a very beautiful mix. But those things that are out of balance, you have woken up to. And this is why you cannot have peace of mind. Because you know there are certain things that you have to speak to. And if you want to say that you're the reason, you're the fault, you're going to take all the blame because This is where this scenario always goes when it's not going in a certain person's favor. Then now we find the person who's to blame. Now, I will admit 
No one blamed you. You jumped your ass up and said, it's my fault. (laughs) You love to take the blame, and Daddy loves to reward you later for admitting you were wrong. Because somehow that brings your brother back who took his own life. Somehow that changes the situation from your brother who had the stroke. And somehow that makes your whole family love you because Dina has agreed to say it's all her fault. You get to cry. You get to go through all of your emotions. And then you get to receive all the love afterwards, only to wake up and do the shit all over again the next day. Yeah. And that, my sister, is what uh, is called insanity. That's craziness. But if you want to live in an S&M fantasy world, continue. Because now you're teaching the children that this uh, is what love looks like. This is what love feels like. This is what love looks like. And it's not. I wouldn't care if you agreed to be the, what they call it, the pet in the relationship. You are entitled to have a change of heart and decide this is not the role I want to play in this relationship. It is time to wake up to reality and save your soul and bring some balance in your life for yourself and your children. And and that right there is somewhere where I I feel like brain fog on the steps, what to do without it being an emotional this is like what, are you, I, what are you saying? What are you saying? You're emotional anyway. So what difference does it make? I know. <laughs> Let this be your last damn emotional moment in this relationship. I mean, you're emotional anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Get that one last time. And trusting myself because I see where so many, like, it would be things that I'm like, well, what was I thinking? I'm like, I don't know. What emotion was I feeling? Because that's what led to and this, and I did this, and I said that. So now it's almost like, well, you know, you 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 had a specific role in this relationship between the three of you. Indeed, yeah. And that was feeding a part of you that you have woken up to and realized this is insanity and it's not healthy. Yeah. And it's not going to bring your brother back in the physical. You understand? (laughs) And it's not going to change the situation between your other brother. And nor is it supposed to. You need to just get your kids. If this is what you're choosing, you always get to do what you want. Tell your mom and dad, I need to stay with y'all for a while till I figure some things out. And learn how to love yourself and your children and grow up. 
I don't have anything against anyone's lifestyle. But you no longer have the mental capacity to keep playing the role you're playing in this relationship. Yeah. That's scary for me. That I know everything I, is scary for you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Everything is scary. So you don't have to keep playing this game and I already know you and your father don't have a good relationship. Yeah, my who? Father? No, we we do. No, you don't. You have never received the love from your father you needed. Okay, yes. Okay. No, trust me. I am not guessing. When we're up here doing this work, Uh, it's no guesswork. No guesswork. That's honesty, too, I guess, because, (laughs) um, you know, even in that, I say that... um, I, I, I mean, I, and even for my last birthday, I, we played a game of, you know, we did a Zoom call and played a game of what is supposed to be two, two lies and the truth or something. And I think I, one of the things I said was how I told a story. I made up a story in my mind about, you know, and that my father did this, you know, bought me a house, you know. It just so happened that we moved into a house, and it just so happened it was around my first birthday, you know, but creating these stories and... It's like, why would I need it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. It's time to get out of these fantasy stories. I mean, we see things on TV mm-hmm. and the human mind is very sexual and it's very erotic and it's, it's, it's very loving. And so we make up these stories to soothe different ailments inside of us. But you wide awake now. So it's up to you, you know, you can keep playing this role and, you know, eventually lose your mind completely. And then someone else will raise your children and someone else will be with your man. So, yeah, this, this is, uh, you know, you, you, you need support. You know, and um, it's more than I can offer you here um, in this short period of time. Like, we we can't take 15 years and cram it into a a couple hours show. Um, But I'm quite sure when you had your first reading with me, um, and I do remember because you wasn't open to hearing any of the things that I told you, but you are open this time. But last time, you didn't want to hear nothing I had to say to you because you had your mind made up. So, you know, here's the best thing. Nothing you've done is a mistake. I don't want you to see it that way. I just want you to recognize that we're entitled to walk into a new chapter in our lives. And when your heart is calling you and the heart wants what it wants, 
This is the doorway to everything, to the life that you really imagine. See, there's a difference when we are fantasizing of a life that we want and we are building it from the insecure parts of who we are. And when we're fantasizing about a life that we want and we are visualizing it from our heart. And you didn't do that. In all honesty, and I'm not going to say your heart didn't eventually come to it and the love isn't there, but this was a fantasy based on insecurities. And everything that you want and the truth of the matter, you just want him and you to have this life together. And your greatest fear was faced and you accepted it because of your own insecurities. You accepted it. There are some women that live in this situation and they're good with it. You're no longer good with it. And you haven't been for a long time. You have not been. This was a fantasy. And to get the attention you need to get from him, you have to do something bad for him to so you to say sorry, beg for forgiveness, just like you begged him to stay with you and begged him to never leave you. And y'all play all these little sexual games and it gets him all excited, gets you all excited, but you're the one taking the hit. You're taking the hit. No one else. So I will leave you with that. Think about your children. Think about the different options you have to do. I definitely will um, tell you to reach out to me, you know, and uh, because you're, you're going to need some support to decide what you're going to do when you're ready. See, right now we're still yeah. in the game phase. You still testing this shit out. You playing with this. And for the sake of people listening, I allowed you to do that. But at some point in these next couple of months, you're going to be faced with some real decisions. I feel it. So consider this a practice oh. run. Mm-hmm. People talk about this kind of life, and it sounds good. It sounds good from a distance until you're the one living it. So I know you will do what is right for you, and I know you will do what is right for your children. And if I can leave you with something, I want you to know that you have free will, and you can have a change of heart. It doesn't make what happened before wrong and it doesn't make it doesn't make anyone else wrong because that's your biggest fear. Um, so you don't have to make anyone wrong in doing what's best for you and your children. Not children you love, your children. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're so welcome. I thank you for holding space and calling in. I'm sure this this brought a lot of light to a lot of folks out there. Uh, 
that mm-hmm. want to tap into that world. So I really thank you for your honesty. Mm-hmm. I thank you for standing in your truth. And I thank you for your love, and I thank you for expressing yourself here. And everyone is sending you so much love and so much light. Thank you, everybody. You're so welcome. Thank you. Yeah, peace and love. Peace and love. Yeah. Listen. Listen, we're going to go to Clubhouse. Where's Dr. Dina? Because that was Dina. You know, I was just sitting here like, I ain't going to say nothing. But listen, I ain't going to say nothing. I was just getting the black castor oil for them edges that's been snatched. That's it. That's all I was doing. Listen, that was a lot. That was a lot. But, um. Very, yes, very, very eye-opening it was. It was. And we do send her so much love. Yeah, yeah. You know what What she said was so powerful, Miss Lou, because all of the nuggets along the whole journey of the conversation is that I literally could feel individuals have their own release point. It was almost like that kind of speed bump that people like, oh, that part is for me, that part is for me, because there was levels to all of that. And so I just want to thank you and just, I mean, kudos to the patience you have and the way that you have of breaking down the situation because a lot of men and women really got a deliverance in that session. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, yes, Dr. Tina. Oh, yes, they certainly did. Um, They did. Yeah. Yeah. And we all, I think everyone is sending her so much love um, because that's a lot. That really is a lot. Talk about that's a lot. Yeah. She's so brave. I just want to say she's so brave. That's what courage really is, is doing it anyway. And that I just really want to applaud her and her courage for being vulnerable and putting it on the line to really share her story and her truth and part of her journey and to that of sending a lot of love, but also being very thankful for being brave enough and courageous enough to share that live. Yeah. 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 And I think what she said, she didn't intend to come on and even talk about that, but we all know what happens once you get into the remix light. It just kind of, it brings it out of you. Um, but I'm glad that she did feel safe enough to to share that. And, you know, and the good thing is she'll be able to go back and listen and hear herself in it, you know, to hear herself in it. And that's, that's powerful. Yeah. So who do we have from Clubhouse? And uh, if you've been on the phone on the remix, don't, don't, don't come on Clubhouse too. Don't do that. But yeah, who's next? Shara. Hi, Miss Blue. Hi, everyone. Hello. Greetings, Shara. Where are you you tuning in from? Yeah, I'm tuning in from Memphis. Okay, from Tennessee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I am a first-time caller. Um, I'm a little nervous. Like, if Spirit is going to have you, you know, is going to have us bringing out stuff like this, I thought, you know... Uh, basically, I'm I'm a little light tonight. I don't really know if it's always this heavy. 
<laughs> no. Well, listen, it depends on where you are, but, you know, just come as you are. Yes, yes, Shara. So you have a question. What is your question, please? <laughs> yes. So, um, you know, because I'm a first-timer, I've um, been listening to you for a while. Or I just actually found you this year, and I'm so grateful. Um, so I noticed the theme of um, new callers asking who their spirit guides are mm-hmm. and if they have any messages um for them. No, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I can definitely talk about them spirit guides. <laughs> the sp- <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, I'm going to keep it light tonight. <laughs> I definitely talk about the spirit guides. So you have 12 spirit guides with you, Shara. And, um, yeah, you have 12 spirit guides with you. And when 12 spirit guides show up, they really are showing up um, to really take you to a point of completion. And often when you think about it, you know, we have 12 months in the year. You know, when we think about the number 12, you know, we have 12 months in the year, excuse me. You know, we have that 12. And, you know, you think about the 12 disciples, you know, the, the number 12 shows itself um in a pattern you know we're talking about patterns we're talking about different levels and right now because of the things that are going on with you in your life right now it has a lot to do with um um like i want you to think about something holding you back or you're just really close to completing something, but for some reason, it's just like whenever you get to this particular point, you it's it's like you got to take you take three steps forward, but you you still taking four steps back and three steps forward and four steps back, and it seems like you're just not getting to the place that you want and really having the freedom to do it and express yourself in the way that you want. Um, so this is a lot what's happening with you right now. And so when 12 spirit gods show up, they are showing up so that they can help you finally sort of get over, uh, this big hump or climb this mountain, if you would, or do complete this thing that you've been holding on to wanting to complete for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. Now, Your spirit guides, I'm going to give you the breakdown of the 12. Of the 12 spirit guides, five of them are women. Five of them are men. One is a teenager and one is something else. You still with me? I am, and um, it just, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it really resonates because I feel like um, this whole, well, I turned 25 um, last year in May, and I always joke with myself saying that what I thought would be like a year lesson has turned out to be like all like 25 years in one. Mm-hmm. So, and I just, I feel this like so heavily like with me you know like you said going like like what am I trying to say (laughs) taking three steps forward but four steps back I feel that because I've been in a position where everything is just like been taken away from me I feel like I I know I chose this 
but it's just like, you know, how do I overcome this conflict? Mm-hmm. What is holding me back? Well, you know, and I can't figure that out. Yeah. Well, here's the thing of the tw- of these twelve spirit gods, the one that's coming forward, um, actually, um, he was a farmer. Uh, and he owned farmland, but he had something that was his pride and joy uh, that he enjoyed raising, and that was horses. And even though he had other animals on the farm, he really loved his horses, um, particularly stallions. Uh, he really, really loved the stallions, because they were, you know, horses are the sign of things of beauty, of grace, of gentleness. You know, these are the things. Um, You know, horses was one of the ways that we actually first started traveling. You know, when we first started getting into transportation, horses really sort of um, took on that to be the first form of major transportation transportation, you know, in the, in, in sort of the newer world, right? Um, and also they represent freedom. And these are all the things that you're looking for at this particular time. And also wisdom. So believe it or not, horses are that symbol that really taps into that energy of wisdom as well, too. And when he was raising these horses, because he had them from colts until they grew up to be babies and all of these different things, not to mention horses themselves help you to travel into other dimensions and other realities. Like they really can help you going into different dimensions, which are different vibrations, looking at things in the past. Uh, being able to look at things in the future or possible future. So when we start to talk about getting into the quantum fields, um, horses are one of the things that were really, really able to do that. And so, you know, the shamans would often use the horse when they needed to travel into these inner dimensions. Uh, So horses are very, very powerful. But he raised these horses, and one of the things that he realized about these horses is that they were truly a gift. Because believe it or not, horses also are very good with telepathy. And so just like we can read minds and do telepathy, horses can do that as well. And so they really helped to train him in telepathy. And so he was able to really speak to the horses and talk to the horses and get things done. Horses show up when you need assistance. Horses show up when you need assistance. And you do. And so this horse is a symbol of power. Um, and it's a symbol of strength of really helping you to get over um, that hump of what you're going, what you're going through. And so whenever the 12 spirit gods show up and this one is showing up with a horse, that means that you're going to be meeting people within the next, I would say within the next mm, 7 to 17 days, uh, that's going to be able to literally help you change your life uh, in so many ways. Um, And it's really going to be almost sort of symbolic of someone to help you make it to the next phase in your life. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Like this, this really, um, this really resonates. 
Um, and on top of like the 12, something else about the 12, I remember um, watching one of your episodes because I've been literally on your YouTube like every day nonstop. It's, <laughs> it's almost kind of stalkers, um, but in a good way because I know that like, yeah. it, it really helps me. But I think it was the seeds of creation. Oh, and okay. um, I believe um, my, my seed of creation uh, number um, it, it totaled out to 12, but, you know, if you added up, it's, it's three. It's three. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, okay. I also feel like that really yeah. resonates as well. But is there um, any, do they have, like, any advice to just to be able to tap in with them mm-hmm. and learn how to work with them? Absolutely. So one of the things I would um, say to you, let me ask you, um, in the place that you're staying in recently, did you have some problems with your plumbing system? Um, not that I know of. With any of your pipes, anything? Hmm. Nothing? I can't remember. I, my mom would probably know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to, like, when I transitioned um, back to Memphis. Ooh, I shouldn't say transition. But, okay, when I moved back to Memphis, mm-hmm. um, I... I moved in with her because like 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 you said with the whole freedom thing i'm in the process of completely um i guess changing my life around what i thought i wanted to do in corporate america just wasn't it so Uh i've been having to find myself so (laughs) wow that's a rad in me to go there but no i don't know anything about the plumbing well just just kind of keep your eye out for that um, because, or, or, or maybe I should ask you, do you know someone who works, um, in the plumbing field in your family or someone, you know, who's a plumber? Um, no, I don't. Okay. Hold that thought because that's still coming up and it could be something for the future. But the main thing that they want you to know at this time is that you will get help to move you past this hurdle of where you're at right now and trying to figure it out, that this is definitely you're going to receive some help. Like I said, it feels like now I suck with time anywhere between 7 and 17 days is what I'm getting from spirit. But one of the ways you can begin to work with them is you can ask, you can ask your spirit guides because you have 12 of them. They love connection with them. You can ask them to show up in your dreams. They love doing that. Um, You can ask them to send you a sign and you can also give them assignments to help you with. So whatever it is that you're looking for and the things that you're doing, do that. But I do feel that there is going to be someone that comes into your life that you're going to meet. It is going to be a male. um, And that course of event will help you to make some decisions and definitely help you. I don't want to say change your life, but I feel like in a good way, it's going to bring some goodness back into your life. Okay, and this is this is no one I know. Is it somebody? I don't know? feel it's someone you know. No, I don't. I could be wrong, but I do not feel it's someone you know. I feel okay. that this is someone you do not know. Not mm-hmm. a, as of now. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I can definitely work with that. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're I really so appreciate this. You are so awesome. Oh, thank you. Likewise. And make sure you get back with me in those days. But yeah, it's going to be something that comes up and it, it's really going to help move you in a direction of um, some opportunities for you to see where you can see yourself working and, and, and really creating things. Uh, that you want because I see you wanting to do things a little bit more creative plus not to mention probably about two and a half months ago you were with the wave of people who really really woke up on the planet like you got hit with the yeah but two and a half months ago it just all came online like boop yeah (laughs) yes oh my goodness so Michael I, I believe at the beginning of the show you were talking about um like if we really, um, I believe you said, was it the upgrade? Yes. Not the download, but It was the upgrade. the upgrade, yeah. I was like, if I could raise my hand, like, continuously, I would, because I feel <laughs> that. Like, I don't feel like I'm the same person. No, anymore. you're not. You're you're not. And, and that's a beautiful thing. And uh, you're really, really working with it well. So um, I definitely, definitely want you to keep in touch and, you know, just enjoy this time, especially with your mother expressly. You know, you you are not in the wrong space. You are exactly where you need to be. And know that you didn't take a vow of poverty here. So you're going to be just fine. And uh, yeah. I'm just curious to see what happens in the upcoming days. And by the way, did anyone ever tell you you look like a young Beyonce? No, and not at all. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm like kind of weary about that because you know how you know how people love Beyonce, and it's just like she's like perfect. And I'm like, well, no. I don't think she comes across as perfect, but you know, uh, she she you know she does come across as you know knowing who she is, and she's got a chance to grow up in front of some of us, and you guys who, mm-hmm. that are younger got a chance to see her grow mm-hmm. up. Um, but you do favor her. Is that just me? Let me just ask Dr. Dina Priestess. I can definitely see that. Erica, can't you see <laughs> I that? I can see it. Yes, for oh, sure. Yeah, I saw in her too. Ooh, I see Taraji, but I, I see, see her eyes, Taraji. I yeah. yeah, but I really see more her Beyonce. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it really does look oh. a little B-ish. Like, that's yeah, a compliment. Y'all are hyping me up. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, be hyped then. Yes, be hyped. Yeah, you do Let kind of favor. I looked, I had to look at Even the shyness, though, because people don't realize that Beyonce yes. actually is a bit shy. And, mm-hmm. and Shar, mm-hmm. I felt like you're like I ain't gonna say this like you were measuring your words so much because you didn't want to open up <laughs> yes. yes but you still got what you needed but I just want you to know we know yeah I'm just gonna we know that, but yeah but it was a it was a lot of that piece that was there and so I saw you like two-step and quit walking all around the edges um and checking your words but yes you have an amazing beautiful spirit and this awakening that you're in um you are going to be legendary more so than beyonce mm. oh, thank you. i love I that, that. Yes. thank you all so much <laughs> you are so welcome so peace and love and stay close peace everyone from the blue room is sending you love too by the way <laughs> thank you blue room i i'm 
definitely over there. I read you guys' comments, and y'all are hilarious. Aren't they hilarious? The blue room is always lit. <laughs> always. Uh, so let's take another call from um, from Clubhouse. Let's do it from from Astro Magic. That's where we are. Yeah, Andrea. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hey. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Trying, just hanging in there. That's all I can say. Um, I'm calling from New Orleans. Okay. Um, and at this point, I just need to find out why hasn't anything that I pursued materialized in my life in terms of a decent career, every job that I've had uh, since getting out of graduate school uh, has ended in some kind of um, staff member trying to sabotage my position, um, getting laid off, um, not, you know, having the means to you know, have the life that I wanted to build, have a family, uh, have the home, the husband. Look like every time I try to make a move towards something, there's like a wall. There's like something that's in the way. Also, there have been some interesting things that have happened to me since um, December to recently in terms of the spiritual, metaphysical mm-hmm. um being able to communicate with, uh, I guess, spirit, I guess, ancestors, family members on the other side. Like if I'm asking for responses or answers, I believe I'm getting the answers that I'm, uh, or responses to the answers that I'm looking for. But I, I need to find out: Do they really hear me? Are they really the ones that are sending me the messages? I talk, you know, I, I ask for guidance every day from spirit guides, um, ancestors. I try to practice that because at this point, I'm I'm just trying to find my way. And I'm 52. I'll be 53. Did I miss something along the way that, and and I had a bad experience with a narcissist three years ago. (laughs) Ooh, you didn't been through it. It was the worst. I thought I was, I I really thought it was going to break me, but I think that that was like the the ice on a cake, you know, just me learning how to mm. step up for myself and not let that person, that man, uh, bring me down. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, that's me last month leaving voicemail and this month as if nothing occurred. And of course, I'm no contact. So I'm mm-hmm. practicing that because I want better and I'm, you know, I'm moving on. I'm trying to, you know, do things, but I just notice there's a pattern with narcissists. Hmm. In the workplace and personal. And I, I'm, I'm assuming that apparently that was something I was supposed to be learning while I'm here, how to deal with, with certain issues around that. But, you know, I just need to find out, am I on the right path? Am I, do I have some type of um, gift that I'm not developing like I should? Because somebody said that I'm not... <laughs> I'm not being prosperous or moving on or, or doing what I'm really supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, at this point, I just don't know because I'm a social worker by trade, by, 
by, by trade. I'm a social worker, but I don't want to go back. I want to help people use the skills that I learned, but not in that particular mm-hmm. uh, field because COVID happened. People never called me back for my job. They didn't, And when I was there, they didn't appreciate me at that. And I was only there for, for a few months. Mm-hmm. And I guess that was just going to be another situation for me at some point, not even having that job. So now at this point, trying to prepare myself to take this clinical exam for my social work, because I figure when I get my clinical license, I won't be at other people's mercy. I have more opportunities. Use it how I want. Contract, be a life coach, something. Mm-hmm. Um, but then something happened in the family. It was like everything just happened all at once. It kind of threw me off track trying to get back on track at this point. I tried to do some soul work, trying to work with myself. I did Reiki in December, November of last year. I also went uh did some hypnotherapy, but I'm not sure that that was really beneficial or helpful at this point. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, did something happen where I missed my, missed the train? Mm-hmm. Am I ever going to be married? You know, did, what mm-hmm. happened? Woo! Give Will me I a, ever be successful? <laughs> give me a minute. <laughs> That's a lot, Andrea. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a, I'm sorry. It's no, a no, lot. no. After the first call, I'm like, should I even open my mouth? <laughs> so, so here's some things, and um, and I'm I'm just processing what you told me, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk about a solution here. Um, okay, so. Uh, the 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 question was did you miss something that that that's the that's the hub of the question would you agree is that is that what you're asking like did you miss something what along happened the, what happened so did, did, why am i not yeah why, why i'm getting ready to tell you and when i look at my mhm i'm getting ready to tell you i want you to know that all of these people Every single one of them is working for you. They're not working against you. They are working for you. And when you say people. Yeah, I'm talking about the narcissist, because she said there were multiple ones. Some in the workplace. In different forms. Some that you Mm -hmm. dated, you know, um, the jobs. Uh, you know, uh, you know, all of it. Mm-hmm. They are all working for you, every single one of them. But let's talk about what are you missing? Because you said something key. You said you're a social worker by trade. But that's not what you want to do. Not anymore, because this because of the the bad experiences with the jobs I've had since Hold on. graduate school has never worked out. So, so I think I so so you did love being a social worker, but because none of the jobs worked out, you no longer want to be a social worker anymore. However, you do want to get your clinical license so you can. Do what? Foothold, so I can because with what I okay. have right now, okay, the license. Yeah, I, it's I, like un- you don't have. Yeah, I, I understand the, 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 
the the academic the certification part of it. I understand that. I just I just kind of wanted to bring that to your attention. So now I need to ask you a question, and I want you to think about it. And I know you're going to have the answer. In fact, I've been wanting to ask someone this question for a long time and really get to the hub of what it means. So let me ask you: What is a narcissist? A person who is uh, self-centered, someone who seeks the attention, someone who they they seek to drain someone else. Uh, they're jealous of that person because of what they don't have. They what they see in that person is basically something that they don't have in themselves. They don't see themselves. Um, they use full. Anything they can, okay. use it to, I got it. Thank to their you. favor, to their advantage. Okay. All right. Basically. Thank you for that. Thank you for the clarity. So you was a social worker, and you don't want to be a social worker anymore because of what? Because of the, posi- the positions that I've been in. You said because the, of the bad experiences you had. On a, yeah, with with being sabotaged. Right. So, however, but you like but you are gonna go get your clinicals so that you can have a what? So that I can have a foothold, so that I can have an advantage open doors for me, an advantage. Okay. And I and can so, make so, more money. Okay. Because so. I can't make any money in a position that I'm in. Okay. And it's not stable. And when so, something happens, they always get rid of that middle person and. I'm not valued at this point. Without that, it's almost like you have no value. Okay. In the work. And so what's your definition of a narcissist again? A person who uses other people. For? For their own gain. And so why are you getting your clinical license? so that I can be able to build the life that I need and make the money that I need to make. You said so you can have a foothold? So that I can have a foothold. On so, a, so you can have an in, advantage. A, in my career. So you can have advantage. an advantage. Is, is In my career. Now, I'm just asking, is that sort of the same that narcissists do to people? No, it's not. It's it, it's not. This is so. Oh, because I thought you this, said they they use they use people in situations to their advantage. They use them and they abuse them. They're abusive, mm-hmm. and they they're abusive people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are abusers. They are, okay, so they're abusers too, but they're also users for an yeah, advantage. They, they're users and abusers. Right, for, for an their advantage. advantage. Whatever they want. Yeah. I I will tell you this, and, and, and I'm not trying to call you a narcissist. I just wanted to know your mm-hmm. definition, and then I heard the, mm-hmm. what you wanted to do, and to me, they sound the same. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Because based on what you told me a narcissist is, 
and what they do and what you're doing, it sounds like it sounds like they're too close together. And I know that's not where you want to be. And and I want to show you how you can stay out of that energy so you don't attract okay. narcissists okay. to you. Yeah. Because you're not a narcissist. So if if you don't want to work in social work, but you do want to get a mm-hmm. degree so you can have a foot in, that's like a narcissist saying, I don't really love you, but I do want to be with you so I can have a foot in and get what I want. And I know I don't want you to be in that same energy, no shape, form, or fashion. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So. I don't know what direction to go into. I get it. Now it's like it, I keep. I go back to the same job, and I don't have the clinical license that I need. I have some, you know, all the other yes. education, but it's the, the clinical license is the top license. I only have the middle license, so I but, can't you go know, back so, so, so here's to the, the same position and well, not make here, any money. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I know lots of friends, family members, um, sole family members that are social workers, and they, they make some good money. Um, but I'm not questioning even that because I know that a part of you not wanting to go back is because of the trauma you experience on these jobs um, where you were working at. And let me ask you this, and I want you to think about this question. If you could do anything in the world that you want, anything, what would you be doing? Something using my creativity. But but tell me what that is. You you've had enough time to think about it. What would you be doing? Coaching people. Right now, mm-hmm. the work that I do or what's doing is counseling. Mm-hmm. But counseling at the master's level and not the clinical level hold, does not hold give on. Me the stability. But hold on a second. Is this is mm-hmm. this is this your version? Like, where are you getting all of these rules from? Because this is the way it works here, in where I where I live, where in in my in the state of Louisiana, this is how it's set up. And if you work, you work for a mental health rehab agency. They're all over the place. Well, I didn't and say you had to work only... for mental health. I didn't say you had to work for mental. Oh well, mm-hmm. I guess my thing is is that. <clears throat> I don't know where to go. Okay. I don't know how to become a coach. Who, who do I go to to get? I want to use the skills and everything that I've had, that right. I've learned, that I've worked all of these years, mm-hmm. to use it in another capacity. Yeah. I feel like with the clinical license, yes, it's more legit. It, it just leads more to legitimacy of it, and it's just something I want to conquer because I've taken a test so many times. I'm like, I'm gonna pass this test if this is the last thing I do. You know, kind of like I don't want. <laughs> right not try again and without passing the clinical exam it's sort of like you know i've been pursuing it a few points away from passing it and then i don't pass the test and so like it's something that i need to i feel like i need to accomplish right and so you need to accomplish that yeah you you want to accomplish that for yourself and i get that basically because you've worked very hard and that's a yeah, that's a that's a that's a very, you know, admirable thing to do, but in the meantime, 
what do you want to do? Because it doesn't sound like you want to do, um, you may want to bring some of the things that you have learned along the way, but what Mm -hmm. do you really want to do in your heart? Have you explored things to see what really lights you up and what you really want to do? My hands. I like to, I do like to counsel people, which I figured if I, I, I can cope, be, uh, you know, a life coach, I can do that. I feel like that's where I would be more comfortable in. Um, than doing art? All of it. I'm not saying, you know, one without the other. I mm-hmm. can do basically pursue all of those things. So, um, so why wouldn't, why aren't you coaching and doing art now? Because Everything that you've tried to do, quote unquote, by the book is not working. And this is know, sort of spirit telling you, telling you, telling you that you need to follow your own heart and mind. And here's another thing. You don't like no one telling you what to do. So that's a problem right there. So hmm. why not try to work for yourself? Why not try to not try? Why not? Just work for yourself. Why not become a life coach? Why not take some of those skills that you have? Why not do that? Why not say, hey, I can do art therapy? Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not do that? And meanwhile, um, you can still be studying to pass, you know, to get your clinical license. You could still be doing that. Why not do that? Because what's happening right now, you've turned into a narcissist thinking the whole world is against you. Your job is against Mm -hmm. you. The men you meet is against you. The people is against you. The test is against you. Nothing is working in your life. The world is against you. Mm -hmm. And so I want you to come out of being a victim of your own circumstances because you're not a victim and that's that's okay. not a place that you can st- you can't live in that space otherwise you're going to turn into someone else is just going to call you a narcissist you're just doing it in a different mm-hmm. way you're just not using people mm-hmm. quote unquote per se you're hiding behind mm-hmm. titles and hiding behind work and different things but it's the same energy so if you want to know why you keep attracting narcissists this is why because you're doing what mm-hmm. you call, because I don't use that word, but what you call narcissistic behavior. Because the world is not against you. It's really giving you what you want. And that is you want to be able to say, I did this by myself. Your whole life, you've been proving that to a lot of people. I can do this. Mm. Let me show you. I'm better than you. I'm better than that. Mm. And this is what you're up against. But if you surrender, you said you can talk to the ancestor. Did you ask them what the hell was going on? What did they tell you? I can't communicate with them like that. I don't get I don't get messages like that. So it's either what yes you, or no. I, you know, I ask, send me a message. You know, send me this to let me know. Well, you, you should have told me them. Yes no, send whatever. me send me a sign. Ask him right now. Send mm-hmm. me a sign. 
to let me know what I need to do. Ask him to send you a sign. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Do it right now. Okay. Ask him any ancestor. Whatever, you know, him, whatever your process mm-hmm. is, whoever you've been talking to, okay. talk to him right now. Okay. I'm, I'm calling on my grandfather, Arthur, and my grandmother, Edna. My grandmother, Cecilia, send me a sign, send me a message, send me uh, someone that can guide me in the direction that I need to go. How can I help you? Okay. (laughs) You got your answer. (laughs) I mean, are you talking to him or not? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) but you don't believe it. So this is what I'm saying to you. Are you really talking to them or not? No, I, no, I really do commune. You know, I talk and the experience that I had with one of, you know, with my, one of my grandparents was that I asked them to send a sign send me a robin. Well, when I was asking for a sign, the picture of the robin popped in my head. Like they were trying to tell me, okay, I'm going to send this sign. Mm -hmm. So then let's do this. If I'm not the sign, then I guess we need to do something else. Because you're Mm -hmm. only going to listen to what they tell you. But tonight, well, I ask every day you know, to to bring people into my life that would give me some sort of direction. Mm-hmm. But when I said, I'm your sign, you said, okay. Like, no, you're not. No. I'm, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> that's not how I'm, that's not, I know okay. how I it, but that's not how I meant it. I meant to like, okay, I, I, I get it. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm going back to, okay, what did I ask? What assistance did I ask for? This morning, yesterday, and here well, I am today, okay. this evening, you know, talking to you. Okay. Um, so good. We long as we got that, saying. long yeah. as we got that clear. I just wanted to make yeah. sure that um, mm-hmm. you felt that way because I know it's only few people yeah. in this world you listen to, and most of them are no longer in the mm-hmm. physical, and yeah. that's a part of yeah. the problem too. I, but here's what mm-hmm. I would tell you: when you say what did I do wrong? You're not listening to yourself. That's mm-hmm. what you did wrong. You're not listening to yourself. Because the truth of the matter is, you say it was the jobs that made you go bad with social work. But that's not really the case. When I draw your energy out, once you got into the role and seen the paperwork and seen all the bureaucracy, all the rules and regulations, even though you like to give other people rules, you don't like to follow them. And you don't like no one telling you what to do. And that's not a bad thing. You just need to be more independent in how you work. Yeah, independent. And so my suggestion to you is you already have the degree, not that you even need one. Mm -hmm. Why don't you be a life coach? Why don't you start helping people? Why don't you start coaching them? And if you do art, you can mix the art in there and you can begin to start doing art with the life coaching. 
Mm-hmm. To start working for yourself. I'm, yeah, I, well, I'm in transition right now. So, I mean, the, the thing transitioning is Transitioning to what? To what? Well, that's the, that's the, you, there's no such thing as a transition. You're not transitioning. Well, I'm feeling I'm turning my career, turn my life into, it's like recreating. Recreating my you're over, recreating you're over a thinking, career. You're overthinking this. You really are. Yes. And, and I'm not going to okay. say it's not easy, but you're overthinking this. Mm-hmm. And it's really time. Mm-hmm. It's calling you to follow your heart. And until you can stop and come out of your mind, just drop down in your body and really think about what you, what you love, what you really want to do, and really start following mm-hmm. that, you're going to be caught in this space. Mm-hmm. It's not so much that I, I mean, I, I, I do see myself going, going into a direction of being more independent. The problem is, is that, and it has, I know you've seen it as, I don't like people telling me what to do. The problem is, is that being in a position in the role that you play, that you are in as a social worker with these different licensures, and when you've worked so long in the field and you know your job and you know your work, when you don't have that particular, when you don't have that particular license, to work independently because that license is the independent license. That, you that don't need a license to be license. a coach. Um, I understand that. But that just came about as far as me trying to, you know, see what it is, how can I utilize and go into another direction. And it's not so much, it's so much of feeling a disrespect when you, or in your role and you're working and you have somebody telling you, well, no, that's not how it's supposed to be because you, just because you don't have that license. That's, that's all it boils down. Well, isn't, but isn't that, isn't that all about, I, I mean, think about it this way. It, it wouldn't make a difference if that person had a PhD and you had an associate's degree or if you were working on the job side by side with someone who had a higher position. I understand how you're equating it and you think somehow when you get this piece of paper, now you can be the one telling people they don't know what they're doing. But I'm, I promise you it's not going to go no, like that. No, that's, that's, no, that's not what it is. If I need that piece of paper so that I can work independently so that I won't have people telling me that you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I get it. When in fact, everybody, you do know what you're talking about, but you just talking said, about, and because you don't have the license, but because you don't have that license, you're at that person's mercy because you always have to, you always have to do it the way they say do it or, or however, because they're telling you, mm-hmm. you don't, you can't do this because you don't have that piece of paper. That's what that's about. I get what you're that's saying. That's the hierarchy mm-hmm. in that. And that's just, that's just how it is. It has nothing to do with so me not but wanting, you, because I'm a team player. Because So then I'm why did you player, say do you don't want to work in that field anymore? Because I, because I'm done. Because okay. after this, when COVID came, because see, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm done with not being able, you know, when you don't have that particular license, no one's looking for you. So don't worry about coming into work on Monday. Okay. 
and then, you know, the jobs are starting to open back up or whatever. No one's looking for you. When you don't have that clinical license, you pretty much are indispensable. That's the word. It's being indispensable. So it's kind of like you always are in fear of not having a job or position because you don't have the clinical license. Right. So they're only going to get the people with the clinicals to call back. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So when you get this clinical license, what are you getting ready to do with it? Are you going to be now at their beck and call? No, no way in the world, because then I can use that to con because that's your independent license. You could contract to do whatever you want to do. You could contract with an agency to do trainings, mm-hmm. which I can, you know, which I've done. I've done workshops and trainings, so you don't get credit for any of it. But, you know, I could get paid for that. I could get right. paid for doing the so workshops then and trainings. So then why haven't like you that. passed the test yet then? Because you have I the answer. I don't know why. Could I, it be? Could I, it, no matter, just, just hold on a second. Could it possibly be that you haven't passed the test? It's not because you're not smart, because you believe in going by the book. And I know you're smart as hell. So why do you think you can't Um, pass this test? Could it possibly be because something else is calling you? I think so. I think it's because... If I was supposed to pass it by now, I would have passed it. Every time I take the test, I'm always up like two, three. It could be three points away from the passing score. Mm-hmm. And I also have a child, a daughter. She's, you know, in her 20s now. But I've had, I've had a lot of roadblocks. And as I've become a single parent, I've had a lot of roadblocks. And it's just a lot of in other distractions. So I never really had the chance to really kind of just focus on that and just be quiet and be focused and be able to. to so really when to when are you going to take the test again? Else. When are you going to take it? The, um, the plan was in January of this year. And what happened was, and I still have my application, so I am applying to take the test. So I'm going to take it with, I would think, within the next month or two. I should take it because I've all, I've done my practice exams. I've passed my practice exams, and I was in a good state of mind. In mm-hmm. January, that was the thing. What happened, all of a sudden I get, I'm starting to have physical issues, uh, physical health issues. And then my uncle, we, you know, found out he committed suicide. We've been dealing with that. So we yeah, just, my just kind of wrapping yeah. that up. It was kind of weird. It was like all in the same day. You know, I get a, we get a call. I had to call the people to go knock the um, police to go do a wellness check at the house. And then I went out there, come to find out, you know, they found him in there and he had committed suicide. This is the same day that I'm leaving a doctor to find out he's a sex MF. So it's a lot of, you know, yeah. it's a lot of different things been going through the physical tests that I have to go through the physical, um, the the bladder retention that I'm having, you know, think crazy stuff that just all of a sudden popped up when I'm making the So what do you think it is? I want to ask you a question because you've had thoughts about Mm -hmm. all of this and you've had a long time to think about it. What do you think the issue Mm -hmm. is? Uh, As to why I have not passed the test? No, why all of this is going on to happening to you, to you. Yeah. 
because maybe I'm trying to force myself into some place that I'm not. Oh, you are so intuitive. That maybe I should not be in. I, I'm, I'm not in, I'm, I'm forcing myself to be in a place that I'm not supposed to be in when I should be. Even though I have the skills and everything, I need to be going in another direction. And I'm slowly, I'm seeing myself moving in that direction. It might be fear. I think that the overall theme mm-hmm. is fear. That's just the bottom line. That's the overall theme that I keep getting is is fear. And I don't know where the fear, the feeling comes from. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know why. Yeah. You know, um, I want to share this with you. Um, You're you're very tough and um, very strict. You're very tough and very strict and very strict and tough on yourself. And a lot yeah. of what is happening is really calling you to really tap into your feminine energy, just tap into the love within yourself. Like you've never really slowed down. And this didn't just start since you've been an adult. This is your whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You really feel loved and that's what you're looking for you're really looking for love and this is what's even sent you into social work because you don't want any child to have to grow up the way you grew up not having people look out for them to watch over them to be connected with them to have their best interests. in in what sort of way um I don't I don't understand now as far as childhood and not having someone look look out Mentally, mentally. Okay. okay. Mentally. Okay. Having the mental support yeah. as a child to be able to hear the things that you need to hear. When children hear things, they hear things from the ears of children. And sometimes that's a big misunderstanding. And they mm-hmm. carry those thoughts throughout their lives. And that ultimately builds their personality of who they are. And right now Mm. you are so angry with life, with this world. Your uncle committed suicide. You just don't have the guts to. But life is not against you. And you are not a victim of life. And it's really sort of getting you to the place and and really just getting you to calm down enough so you could stop, take a moment, not a long moment, but take a moment to love yourself, to truly, truly give yourself unconditional love and to give yourself forgiveness. Because all of these circumstances and all of these people have now become your hostage. And everywhere you go, you're dragging them with you. You're dragging their stories. You're dragging their energy. And it's piling up. And what happens when we have these circumstances that happen to us, 
And I'm not saying any of it is excusable. I'm not saying any of it is correct. None of that. But let's just look at it for how it impacted you. This is now your life story. So much so that it's hard to find you. Where is Andrea? I haven't talked to you yet. I have talked to the men you've been with. I've talked to your baby's daddy. I have talked to the people you've worked with. I've talked to friends you've been around. I've talked to family members, and I've talked to your ancestors. But I have yet to speak because you're carrying all of this, and it's too much. That's what your body is telling you. It's too much. We cannot carry all of this with us. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to you to allow this to become who you are. And so what happens when this energy begins to start feeling in, you know, we we carry it in our energetic bodies. You have spirits who are out there and they just latch on. You're talking about the situation that happened at work. And how the people treated you unfair. And by the way, it wasn't one job. This is every job you've had. No, that's what I said. I, I mentioned every job. Yeah. No, no, I no. I'm, 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 repeat, you know. I'm repeating what you said, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you this mm-hmm. is because of how mm-hmm. you're processing it. Mm-hmm. And so now this is the energy you're sending out into the universe. And they're thinking, since this is what she's focused on, this is, must be what she wants more of. Let's take her to another job and make it worse than the first one because she, this is where all of her focus goes to, how they are treating her so unfair. And then you have this standard, and it's nothing wrong with standards, but I will take values any day over standards that you must achieve this level and somehow in your mind, and it's probably nothing I could tell you that if you get this certification, you're going to have some sort of freedom, but isn't that what you told yourself? And that's the reason you even got your master's. Isn't that how you even got into this situation? Because one step led to the next step and you thought the next step was going to be that step. So you got another degree and you went to school for this and you got that certification. You changed jobs to go to this job and you thought it was going to be this man and this one was going to be better than the next one. And then now we have this whole big ball of nothingness that you're carrying. When you have not recognized who you are and that none of these titles, none of these degrees are making you who you are. Your greatness is inside of you and there is no piece of paper in the world that can give you what you think it can give you. Because you do know that there are people with PhDs, not one, two, three, four PhDs, and they don't have a job. So I don't want you to keep chasing paper, chasing titles, chasing degrees, thinking that somehow this is going to change what is happening with you. 
you have to start recognizing that you have power and that you are making these situations. You have the power to make them what you want, not for them to make it to you. And then you have to bring some love in your heart. You can't just give back what people have given to you. And I'm not saying that's easy. But this has turned you into someone you are not. You are not this person. I haven't talked to you yet. I'm talking to the side effects of what has happened to you. And that's how bad it's gotten. It's a, this is a side effect. This isn't the loving, caring person that really has the heart, that really wants to help people. I haven't talked to that part of you. So if you want to know what you're missing, you're missing you. The answers you're looking for is not going to be in your ancestors. It's not going to be some freaking guru. You're not going to channel the shit out the sky. Someone's not going to bump into you and give it to you in a piece of paper. There is no school in this world that can give you a degree that you cannot give yourself. That degree is called self-love. You've got to take time to give yourself what you need, what you're looking for, for other people to give. They will not handle you with care. They will not handle you with love if you cannot handle yourself with love and care. And that should be your focus. And you will see everything begin to turn itself around. Mm-hmm. You failing these tests okay. and failing these tests and not being able to pass because it's trying to get you to look at you. Put some love, put some time, put some energy, put some attention in you. When was the last time you had fun? When was the last time you got on a swing and just was swinging or took a walk in the park just to see and be with nature? When was the last time you danced? When was the last time you were singing? And what did you do when you were at the park? A trip. Just walk. You tripped? Get the birds. Did you say you tripped? And the squirrels. You said what? No, I walked and I fed the birds and the squirrels while I was walking. And how did that feel? Calming. It was relaxing. I mean, I do that from time to time. I don't do it every day. But, you know, the weather was fine, so I went out. You're still making this uh, intellectual. Thing. Mother Nature has healing. You did know that, that walking in nature can literally heal you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Only if you're open, only if your heart is open enough for you to receive it. You've got to learn how to relax and you've got to learn how to love you. And that's going to take some time. Put on some music. 
get out your art supplies and do some art. Do some things that you love. But the first key to self-love is that conversation that you have with yourself and you don't have good conversations with you. So all the other things about self-love really don't matter if you cannot have a healthy, loving conversation with yourself because that is the foundation of self-love. So I would say you're exactly where you need to be, but you don't have to stay here. But in order for you to move from this spot, you have to build a healthy, loving relationship with yourself. You've abandoned yourself. And unfortunately, that's been for quite some time. And if I had to take a guess, I would say 21 years ago, you left yourself. Yeah, I think you're about right. (laughs) (laughs) I can't deny that. I cannot deny that. Just been, I've been in survival mode. I've just been, in, you know, taking care of, just trying to take care of me, take care of my, my child, and just try to make ends meet. And that's just how it's just been. Yeah. And so, no, I, I do know that I, I have a, I have, it's hard for me to, to buy things for myself when it's just so easy for me to do for other people. Or, you know, I'm so accustomed to always taking care of. Yes. Buying things, you know, by making sure my daughter has everything that she needed, clothes or whatever. Whereas I'm, you know, to this day, I have I had a problem with just buying a purse, you know, a, a good yeah. leather purse for myself. So that's the mindset, and I I I don't deny that. I already know that. Um, my question, but is, my mind is still on since you know that I want to know are you willing to do something about it and the problem has been your mind all along so I'm not interested in what your mind is still on because that's the problem Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you got to get out your mind and get into your heart so I'm going to give you some things if you decide to do it you can you know it's completely up to you I would say you definitely need to go ahead and you need to get yourself a love me book, a notebook where you start looking and thinking back to your earliest memory from childhood when you trusted yourself, when you loved yourself and write it down until you catch yourself all the way up to your age today of 52 years old. And then I would like for you to take yourself into a meditation. You can do a prayer. You can do all of that. Greet yourself on a bench in a park. Make sure it's water. Make sure it's a bench or a gazebo. You can have flowers, no animals. You can have butterflies uh, that are there. And there can be, um, yeah, some butterflies that can be there. But that's about it. You can have a couple of bees buzzing around. But that's it. No people. 
and meet yourself at 21 years old on the bench and have a conversation with your 21-year-old self until you catch yourself up to 51 years old. Do it every day. And just greet yourself. Assure yourself that everything is going to work itself out. Everything is going to be fine. Do it for at least five minutes a day and journal your thoughts of what come up after you do that until you get to your age now because this is going to help you bring yourself back up to today. And then I would recommend that you take a bath, a spiritual bath, a half a cup of baking powder, half a cup of baking soda, And some essential oils that I would tell you to use is going to be sandalwood. And then also take an orange, slice an orange into four slices, peel the orange out, take the orange peels and put them in the plastic bag in the freezer and freeze them. Once the orange peels freeze, I want you to get ready to take yourself a spiritual bath so we can cleanse all of this stuff out of your energy just for the sake of time. I've moved a whole lot of things out of your auric fields, all of these thoughts you have there, but this is going to give you that good cleanse. I want you to set the intention for a cleanse to remove every and anything that is not in your highest good. Run your bath water. Slowly pour the baking soda and the baking powder in the bathtub, and then you're going to put seven drops of the sandalwood oil inside the bath, and then you're going to put the orange peels in the bathtub. The orange peels are there because they are the true golden apple. So when we hear people talk about the golden apple, they are really talking about the orange. The orange is there because it's also for the sacral chakra uh, that is there. That's going to help open up that energy. And this is where all of the creativity is is in that particular region. And it's also going is where most of your energy is stuck. It is stuck there. This is where our sexual energy is. That energy is stuck in your body, that chi. And we need to open up that portal so it can flow. And that orange peels is going to be there to help absorb all of the negative energy uh, that is being released from you. Any thought, any feeling, any emotion, um, even if there's some entities attached to you, it's going to zap all of that away. Stay in the bathtub for at least 45 minutes, 45 minutes. And you can listen to some music. Just make sure it's instrumental. And I want you to just allow yourself to be, to be in that space. And then when you get ready to get out, leave the orange pills in the bathtub, but watch the water drain completely out because as it's draining out, I want you to begin to just really, really know that everything is being washed away. And do not take your eyes off until all of the water has completely drained itself out. And then you're going to take those four orange peels, put them inside the plastic bag. The next day, you're going to find a tree. And when you find that tree, dig a hole and you're going to give it back to the earth so that energy can be transmuted into a higher frequency. 
Okay. That's your work. And every morning when you look in the mirror, tell yourself, I love you until you really can feel it in your soul. But there's nothing wrong. You just left yourself. Okay. Okay. So that's the only block it took basically. I don't know if me. I don't know if you heard me. I don't know if we can say only because that's a big block. (laughs) That's a huge block. That's not the only. Mm -hmm. That's a huge block. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you you definitely need some work, but, you know, I know you're up for it. That's why you're here. But I want you to let all of that go, even even this diagnosis. Let it all go. Okay. Just let it all go. Mm -hmm. And I need you to really, before you speak, I want you to, you know, make sure you put your hand on your heart, feel your heart beat, and make an intention to speak from your heart and not your mind. Even if you have to start saying things like, here's what I feel. Mm -hmm. Not what you think. Here's what I feel. And really check in with how you feel. Okay. So you think at some point things would ever get better for me? I don't think. I know they will. Okay. I know they will. And you have to know that, too. And you know what? And I went right back to what you said, Dawn. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. It it takes a little bit of work. But trust me, if you weren't able to do it, if you wasn't up for it, you wouldn't be on this phone line. I'm up for it. I'm just... You're tired. Because I'm trying to find a way. I'm here because I'm tired. Mm -hmm. And I just, I need somebody to point me to give me the advice and the guidance that I need to point me in a direction that I need to go. Because obviously, if, leaving it up to me, I'd be going around in circles, I guess. Well, I will tell you this. You know, with all due respect, I don't give advice, but I will tell you what spirit gives to me. And that's mm-hmm. what I want you to be able to do, to listen to your higher self. Mm-hmm. Your problem is you've taken too many of other people's advice that you don't have none for yourself. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, peace and love. Woo, y'all wearing, like, what? (laughs) Life coach, go ahead and give me them certification (laughs) papers. (laughs) You know, I'm just, I'm working on myself. I like helping other people. The thing is, is that I've helped, I don't help myself, I guess. I'm good, I, you know, if I'm, I'm working with people and I'm, help, you know, helping and, and, and guiding and do that, doing that kind of stuff, but but to help myself, it's like I don't. Well, guess what? As, I don't, of, I don't do as of today, that is no longer your truth. So you've got mm-hmm. to get a new story. You are not allowed to talk about any of that other stuff anymore, how they did you dirty, what happened, who did what, who the narcissist. You ain't allowed to talk about none of that, no more. Okay. That's, That's off limits. 
Okay. Hit that reset button. That's it. There it is. <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm good. That's off I'm, limits. And watch okay. how quickly things will turn around for you. Okay. How quickly they will turn around. You are not allowed to talk about any of that stuff anymore. Mm-mm. Got it. <laughs> I understand. Thank you. I mean, thank you very much. You're so welcome. Well, stay close and let us know how it goes. So peace and love. Uh, I will. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Who is next? Let's see. Woo! Do we need to debrief off of that? Let me see what time it is. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Dr. Tina. We need to debrief. But these are really, really good calls. These are really, really good calls. I, I, um, I'm very, very thankful for everyone who's coming on and really, really sharing because we know that, uh, you know, so many of us are dealing with so many things. Yeah. And everyone is sending you so much love, Andrea, in the, um, the blue room. They're telling you, you got that. Yes. And, and they said, yes, we need to debrief. <laughs> I know that's right. I need some cacao. How did you know I need some cacao? Mm-hmm. That sounds so good right now. Oh, Keisha, Priestess Keisha, yes. I might have to go put some hot water on for some cacao. I'm telling you, I need mm. a nice cup of cacao. <laughs> I really I do. And some juice. Y'all can drink that cacao, but I'm going to need a drink. You're going <laughs> to. Listen, oh, every <laughs> I got to drill the, you know what, uh-uh, I'm not even going to repeat the blue room, because the blue room is off the chain tonight. <laughs> Some good, di- you're right, I could, you, I don't even have any good diver. Look at me. Look how good I did. If you opened your box I sent you, you would have had some Godiva. You know what? Do not tempt me. And they are putting up Godiva chocolate bars. I'm so done with you, Kevin. Okay. Wait a second. I have something to say. Because if you have that Godiva, we are not going to bed today, ever. No, I'm not going to go get it. At (laughs) all. Please don't do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not gonna do. It. It's too. It's we we too deep. You know the what's that movie? In too deep. We in too deep for me to go fool with Cadaver right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Priestess Melanie is talking about yes, the live activation. This wasn't enough activation for y'all. <laughs> okay, let's see if we can get into it. That wasn't an. <laughs> That wasn't enough of an activation? Whew. What is it going to do? Mm-mm. All right, y'all. Let's let's see where we're at with it. Let's just see where we're at with it. Let's just see where we are at. How's everybody doing? I know, listen, I don't even know what time it is. How long have we been at this? Oh, almost four hours. I know you're lying. Um. But let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, let's kind of 
Let's kind of debrief here for a minute. That's not what I want. I got to find what I want. Mm-hmm. I want to remind everyone to... Um, Download, 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 Uh, definitely download, and to definitely connect with us on social media as well. And uh, for those of you who are in Clubhouse, uh, you can, this is what I'm looking for, for those of you who are in Clubhouse, you can definitely connect with us um, through the Remix uh, text number as well. So I want to encourage you to do that. As well. Mm-hmm. Trying to get this right for us here. Let's see, let's see if we can do it. Yeah, here we go. Oh yeah, a little better. Uh <laughs> All right. Mhm. Mhm. Let me do a sound check. How we sounded? Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. All right. All right. Well, listen. I think we're going to hear some vibes. I'm going to play a song before we get out of here, but we do need to pause for a minute. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But this is what I think we can do. I'll send an activation out for us tomorrow. And if you are on the remix text number... And uh, if you can text either Remix or text from Clubhouse to 512-359-3414 and get on that line, then you'll be able to receive it. Uh, Just text that number if you're already on there. You don't have to do that, but I can definitely do (laughs) We in the club, you know, drinking you in the club, drinking your tea. Well, that's good. Glad you're in the club uh, drinking your tea. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, we 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 definitely Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.